on this episode of Movies from My Life, <clears throat> one of the greatest cinematic <clears throat> masterpieces of all time, <laughs> Islander. Here we are. What? I'm serious. Born to be kings. We're the princes of the We good? Yep. Born good. That's Devin. This is what you say something. Uh, hello. <laughs> That's East. Good evening. I'm Brandon. And gentlemen, today is my birthday, June 7th. Today is your birthday. And uh, James couldn't be with us. He's having a, a situation with his plumbing. He poured yeast down his... <laughs> he's not... He's having a situation that he created. Yeah. He created a situation. We all... I I am one to... Um, yeah. I'm one to understand plumbing situations. Well, I'm going to tell you about this one in a minute. But in any case, um, we are talking about a film I selected. I went back to the year of my birth, 1986, and while... On the day of my birth, Top Gun was number one in theaters in North America. Who the fuck wants to talk about that movie? Uh, so we are talking about so the first six minutes. Are the most one of the, one of the most glorious pieces to ever come out of Hollywood cinema, um, along with you know films like Citizen Kane and Casablanca, these sorts of things. Uh, Christopher Lambert, Sean Connery, Highlander. Mm-hmm. All right. Quickly, let's talk about James. Let's shit talk James for a second. So basically, he's to fill you in. Why he is not here is because he got up this morning, found a bunch of old yeast <laughs> under his sink, and decided to pour it down the drain. Go on. Thus, you know, <laughs> causing a little bit of a... Uh, a situation with this. I wish he poured it down the toilet, and there's just like a loaf of bread just in the bowl. I do. So we were both uh, looking forward to your triumph and return because we've missed you, good sir. It's been I've, too long. I've uh, I've missed you both. Every once in a while, we get a "Where the fuck is East?" email uh, or tweet, and then uh, and also welcome back, James, who hasn't been here since our first Star Trek talk. Next time you next time you get one of those emails, just tell my mom that uh, you know that I'll I'll call her. I'll call her back. Okay, perfect. I'll let her know. <laughs> I never know what to say. <laughs> All right, gentlemen, this one's a little bit of a, a, a lofty one to unpack because there's just so much amazing in this. I was surprised how how excited we all are to do this fucking panel. So first experience with Highlander, and uh, we're just doing the first film today, but we'll make fun of all of them. Um. My grandfather is Scottish, and he's like, uh, I don't know, he's like, he's like secretly into like uh, action movies, you know? Like when I was a kid, he'd be like, you know, woodworking or like taking care of his pool or something. <laughs> so we, we would never really get to see him, you know, just like, you know, he's just watching his own shit, you know? Yeah. Um, so it probably wasn't until the TV series that I found out he was big in Highlander, dude. <laughs> I think you'd have to be, like, if you're like a, you know, like a old, Scottish. older Scottish gentleman, and here's like an action movie about just Scottish people with swords, or I guess one Scottish person, one Egyptian Spaniard, which we'll get into. Yeah. <laughs> but 
Uh, yeah, and Kurgan. So it's probably the TV series that I I, I actually saw before the movies. And oh, with Adrian Paul. Adrian Paul. Duncan McLeod of the Clan McLeod. And uh, the TV show. While we're on this, though, great quickenings. Generally oh, yeah. speaking, <laughs> some like, good quickenings. <laughs> like, let me tell you. Well, let's get into the quickenings here. The first film, uh, like, really sets the stage for for a good quickening. Um, and the second film kind of falls off. It's just kind of like a fart in the wind. Like it just, which is fucked because the second yeah. film is called the quickening. Yeah. Right. Which you're expecting <laughs> all the quickenings. Cause whenever I, the only good one is the two guys on the, on the, on the fucking, uh, surfboard type situation, which isn't even half as good as the Hover first boards. one in this movie. I know the first one is killer, which, which I'm, I, that the, the first one, that holds a special place in my heart. The very first quickening in that parking lot. Yeah. And I'll, I'll, <clears throat> <laughs> so my first ever experience with Highlander, I was at the uh, tender age of eight, and um, I was up in my cottage, and my dad had a lot of family up at the cottage, but his family was never close, mm. but he's like, I just got to go see my cousin for a second. So he walks over there, and he brings me with him, and I'm there, and I'm meeting these people that I never saw again, and <laughs> there was my cousin sitting down watching TV, so I walk over to him, and I'm like, you know, what are you watching? He goes, Highlander. So I was eight years old, I'm like, well, I guess I'm going to have to, I'm watching Highlander now on beta. And uh, so I sat there and I watched Highlander, and it was awesome. And then after that, I watched the TV show, um, which yeah had some wicked quickenings. <laughs> and uh, yeah, so that was it. I was eight years old, man, and I watched it with a cousin who I never saw again. That's romantic. Um, <laughs> all right, let's get into this flick a little bit. You wanted to talk a bit about the opening sequence before we get into that. Can I just mention we talked about this a little bit off air because we have been talking for the better part of an hour about this fucking movie the opening scroll classic 80s opening scroll love it to death i've always always wondered what the deal is with the fucking reverby sean connery voiceover right and don't know why but i was just flipping through some stuff this week and there's an article i believe it's a telegraph that i was reading an article from their website and they were talking about how this the voiceover for this movie Sean Connery did in the bathroom of his Spanish villa, which is fantastic. Bless his heart. And they didn't realize that there was a fucking echo on the recording while they're recording it. So they, they go back and they, they're listening to it. It's like, well, we can't fucking do it again. Can't afford Sean Connery coming back. So that's why the opening and closing voiceovers in this film are so uh, reverby. It's not because they're, you know, it's not stylistic or any of this shit. It's because Sean Connery was on the shitter when he recorded them over the telephone. Beautiful. <laughs> Bless his heart. <laughs> just, the only real Scotsman in this flick. You just told, yeah, who played, uh, who's Egyptian. Yeah, Egyptian and, man. Nicknamed the Spaniard. Nicknamed the Spaniard. Japanese sword from his last wife's father. Yeah. Scottish Made, accent. Scottish accent. Yeah. From 600 B.C. Checks out like unintelligibly Scottish, like very like the guy could not Spanish. The guy couldn't. You couldn't pay him to change his accent. He couldn't do it. I would. I, they really should have had a scene where he speaks Spanish or Japanese with that fucking accent, like they did in. Oh uh, my God, you Rising, only live twice. And Rising Sun, he spoke Japanese. He speaks. Oh yeah, yeah. I just remember in you only live twice when he's like Domo. <laughs> yeah, because remember he we was, talked about this on another episode. Because remember he talks to um, Tia Carrera. 
No, I don't remember that. Oh, it was a great film, him and Wesley Snipes. I remember the movie. I don't remember the scene. What were we talking about? Highlander. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Why we're here. All right. And then cues that fucking brilliant uh, Princes of the Universe, Queen soundtrack. So, wrestling scene. Let's do it. Oh, East, yeah. <clears throat> tee us up. Yeah, so you have... Um, oh, man, I said his name earlier, too, when we were talking. Fuck. Michael Hayes. You have Michael Hayes taking off his robe all sexy, and then he does the, uh, he does the clothesline. And then you have probably one of my favorite uh, full shots, you know, in the entire movie, which pans from the wrestling ring up, and then it goes all the way around just to pan to, you know, Christopher Lambert in the, uh, <laughs> in the, uh, in the audience. Christopher Lambert. That's how he says his own name. Lambert. In his New York accent. Yeah. Where he was born. Yeah. Yeah. Lambert. I call him Lambert. You can't, like, fuck it. Yeah, good old Chrissy Lambert. Yeah. Chip Lambert, they call him. Called him on the streets playing stickball. Okay, let's get to the fucking movie. We're terrible. Okay, so they, I just, I just been an hour and a half that we, like, just to get the show going. <laughs> we got here at 7 p.m. It's 7... Well, it's 7.42, so I guess it's been no, 42 it's minutes. it's 8.42. It's 8.42, Jesus. That's no, right, an hour off. Jesus. Yeah. Well, you hadn't seen me in a while. We had a good chat and a couple laughs. So the point is, <laughs> <laughs> that long shot in the wrestling ring, am I wrong here at how good that shot is? It's good. How the fuck did they do it? The movie was only, like, what, 12 million bucks? Yeah. Well, you can say the same thing about that shot near the end, the, the big fight sequence at the end, which we'll get to. Another fantastic quickening. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> has that cool, like, almost like dolly end crane shot that's really cool. Well, it was more than just the quickening at that point. It's yeah. the prize. We'll get to it. Well, was it, though? Because his brother's still alive, apparently. So Who's his brother? Maybe this is just, like, the consolation prize. Who's something. the brother? Duncan. Duncan's his cousin. His cousin, whatever. They're all cousins. Doesn't matter. He's the whole still, movie. There's still, the- there's more than one... Highlanders remain. The, the, Otherwise, yeah. number two, number three. The flashback <laughs> the sequence. The quicken The quicken it can it The fucking flashback sequence that rolls off of uh, off of the wrestling scene when he's just sitting there. So right after that shot fucking zooms in from across the arena all the way into his fucking jaw and and cuts back to the Scottish Highlands and it's just like he's like, Hey, cousin Angus, cousin Seamus, cousin whoever. They're all his fucking cousins. You know what They're I lo- all there. You know who I didn't fucking see there? Duncan. That's who I didn't <laughs> yeah, fucking Duncan's Duncan is so over this shit, man. Yeah. Duncan... I'm not going to war. <laughs> Fuck this shit. He was hurting. You know? You know what I really liked about that scene too is how he's just like, nobody will fight me. Oh, nobody it's great. Will, nobody will fight me. He's like, be blessed for that, cousin. You know, but like, nobody I thought he was like, stand me. near me or something. Yeah, yeah, because that guy's like, well, I don't want to fucking die. <laughs> you know what I mean? He's like, nobody will fight me. And then he looks over and there's fucking, you know. Clancy Brown. Clancy Brown. And he's just like, oh, shit. And then Clancy Brown's like, you. Well, he before this, there's this whole scene where he's he's hanging out with the other crew that the McLeods are fighting. I can't think of what the... The family's called to Mick something, McDuff or something. And he says to him, uh, you know, remember our bargain. But what? I just ride up with you in my skull hat and then I kill this guy and that's it. That's the deal. What kind of fucking, this is a bullshit deal. I'm going to come. I'm going to fight one guy. Remember our bargain. <laughs> Am I even going to, yeah. What? I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to turn you into a Highlander. Mm-hmm. 
because I'm already like champion. He was already champion Highlander at this point. How is he champion? He's one of the oldest. Ramirez says that. Yeah, that's what Ramirez. Yeah, but he was the but he was the best the one fr- though. He was the most powerful. That's why he had to take him down. Otherwise, you know, if he fucking if what's his face if Clancy Brown. Well, here's one thing. Okay, so let, let's just talk about let's Co- talk about the cocaine's Kirkins. a hell of a drug. Yeah, let's talk about. The, yeah, I know. And <laughs> admittedly, before we got on the air, Devin, you had a wonderful rant about how this whole series was probably proposed by a homeless. <laughs> schizophrenic it's fucking crazy it makes no fucking sense <laughs> i was immortal once <laughs> now i'm not <laughs> like he's just i don't know just the rules it's it's and there can only be one ridiculous okay so here's the thing though so clancy brown knows they all know who the other highlanders are I mean, sort of. They know who the other immortals are. They can sense them, whatever. Okay? So Clancy Brown also knows that Connor has yet to die. So I know that he's showing up there to kill him and cut his head off. Good plan. But here's a fucking idea. Just let him die. Or, like, not die, but, like, let him get way fucking older before you kill him. Because then he's all decrepit and shit. You know what I mean? Because, like, your age, as we found out from the television show, I guess, but it's kind of implied in this one, too. It's, like, it's determined by when you die the first time. Like, that's when you stop aging. When you die the very first time, that's, like, okay, you're that age now. You're fucked forever, right? Mm -hmm. So just let him get old as fuck. You know, like the guy in number three, the guy who's training Christopher Lambert. I can't think of his name. Michael. Michael's his name, right? Mm-hmm. Or is that a porn star? I can't remember. One yeah, or the other. Both. Okay. No um, but in any case, so just let him get fucking old. And then it's easy to chop his head off because he's an old man. Mm-hmm. Just protect him. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> protect all the Highlanders. Be like, yeah, we're a team. Don't worry about it. <laughs> These guys don't fucking know about the prize. And then when they're all like 95, <laughs> you just like stab all them right, all. There was a prize. I'm going to kill you all. <laughs> yeah. So you stab them all, and then you just fucking, you know, by that time, you're, you know, I'm sure they're into guillotines by that point. Oh, yeah. But the, I, w- I was going to mention this. You you survived through Highlander, like, the 1,400 years where somebody getting their head cut off was like, this is like an everyday occurrence. Yeah. Like, I get in the modern day how they avoid this just happening, but when you live for that amount of time... When that much head cutting off is going on, you think like, mm. you know. Well, that's there's a scene in the third one, if you remember. There's a little 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 switcheroo that they do in the third one, and one of the flashback sequences, he goes back and he's in jail, and and this other immortal is like, "No, I'm done. I'm done with this shit. <laughs> <laughs> I want to die." And Connor's like, "No, no, no. It's cool. I'm gonna die. Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it." And then. Yeah, uh, he he fucking uh, he gets t- escorted up and and the, you know gets his head chopped off in the guillotine, and then like his fucking his wife is crying her fucking eyes out and shit, and and then you just cut to Christopher Lambert over by a tree like you know doing his weirdo fucking laugh. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And then he just walks off. He's like I'm not married anymore. You Fuck waste this. that quickening, dude. Give me some of that quickening. Give me Let some me of the quickening. Let me cut your head off, dude. Yeah, you know what I love? You're letting all these guys cut your head off? Yeah. You know what I For love? free. <laughs> you know what I love about the, like, the quickening? 
Especially in the garage, like that first time. It's like not only does Oh yeah, sorry, not, we're talking about the first yeah, movie. Yeah, yeah. What the fuck are we doing? <laughs> not only does not only does Christopher Lambert blow his load, but so do all the cars and the fire high everything <laughs> that has a fucking hose on it blows it. <laughs> like every car they're Woo! fucking their gases are blowing, the windows are breaking, the hoses are going off. Anything that has liquid in it is getting blown. This, it's wide. There's a close up. If you watch real close on all on like a particular car's headlights shattering in slow motion. Oh, the plastic? Yeah. Oh, it's great. It's fucking oh, great. Why do they? Why did they? I mean, is there any? I, I haven't ever looked into this, but why do they call it the quickening? Because you don't get faster. You get more powerful, right? Yeah, like you absorb their power, whatever their powers are. Which shouldn't it be the power? In so him? I guess Christopher Lambert <laughs> is considerably better at flipping after that scene. You'd like to one can I don't know. You don't see him do it afterwards. Yeah. And he doesn't do many too many black But he doesn't and- fucking ever talk to any of the world leaders in the other films that he, he promises that he's going to talk to at the end of this <laughs> film. He's like, I can hear everyone. But that's the thing. We'll come to. It's 20 fucking 24. And there he is like, fuck it. My wife's dead. And he didn't do anything. And he was old. No, he was getting old. He did do. He built the fucking force field that kept the planet alive. And then he found out he didn't need it. Yeah. True. <laughs> you spent how many years building this fucking forest field, dude? That didn't mean anything. <laughs> in the any forest case. field was in you. All <laughs> then why did I build all of this? <laughs> then why did you let me do it? <laughs> this movie got a seventy on Rotten Tomatoes. It's yes. not bad. That's right? what I was going to say. Audience scores seventy nine percent. That is a good movie. On Rotten Tomatoes, the seventy percent is a critic score. IMDb seven point two, if I'm not mistaken. People people Can't love this flick numbers. as much as we do. Apparently, I think it's the definition of cocaine in Hollywood. <laughs> this movie. How is it not? I love like okay. So I'm pretty sure that. Clancy Brown never saw a script for this film. He just saw the poster and he's like, well, that's my lines there, right? Because even on the promotional poster that we're looking at right now, it just says there can be only one. And that's the only fucking thing that this guy says in the film besides like, hi, mom. And uh, yes, you are. Like, you come here, baby. Yeah. <laughs> in the castle. Not taken away from Clancy Brown. He's phenomenal. Love the Kurgan. Uh- is the prize not temporary? Because, uh, I mean, just from watching it, we understand that people started at different times. Not every Highlander was born at the same time, mm-hmm. right? So there wasn't just a period of time where there were and then a period of time where there's just one. It's a a continual, you would assume, well, no, okay. cycle, right? Okay, so- like, immortals are born every so often. Not as often as everybody else, but... Apparently, it happens like every 30, 40 years. The best way to explain like this film series for me has always been like the boner analogy. Okay, stay with me. Go on. (laughs) Of course, the boner analogy. Here, no, look at it from that (laughs) angle. The world famous erection analogy. Um, Okay, the boner. So each of the think of each of the immortals, each of the fucking Highlanders, whatever you want to call them, as a semen, a single single sperm, right? Mm-hmm. And the quickening is 
is the first direction. So like as much as we keep calling the quickening, like it is the quickening when you, everything's a fucking quickening or the gathering. I'm sorry. The gathering is, is your, is like the, the, your first direction in life, right? Like that's the way that you got to kind of look at it. So why do I have to look at it that way? No, or not the first. Re- <laughs> why? Hang on, this, Devin, this is the only way I can understand okay. this. Because <laughs> I close my eyes, I think Islander, and all I see are dicks. <laughs> are dicks. That's all I ever see. Perfect. <laughs> Don't you just feel so much better about this movie? <laughs> yeah, no, it makes perfect sense when you put it that way. <laughs> okay, so you get your okay. first chubby. No, no, it's not the first chubby. That was the bad part. Let's take that away. You're having sex, okay, with a, with a lady type person. Only for the you could have it with a man, it's fine. But for this particular example, you need to have it with a woman because I have to have the conception part at the end, okay? Uh, because that's the prize, if you will. Uh, literally in this fucking movie, also, by the way. So. Okay, so there's all of these... So you're gathering up sperm in your testicles for however long, right? And they're gathering up, and then you get an erection, and all you want to fucking do is, like, either masturbate, a little jerk-off action, or you want to have sex with a lady-type person, or or man, or whatever. But in this particular instance, for our example, it will be a lady. <laughs> and then there can be only one semen to impregnate said lady, right? Mm-hmm. So like the gathering, the whole point of this fucking movie. Okay, I see. I see the dicks now. Yeah, <laughs> they're all coming together in my head. All, <laughs> all, all the, the dicks are coming dicks. together. Right? Exactly. So the so. gathering is like all of these grown men just have raging boners, and they just have to fucking jerk off so bad. Like they have no choice in the matter. They don't really want to cut off each other's heads. Like that one guy that comes along and is chilling out with uh, Duncan on the or Duncan Connor on the bridge. And and he's like, hey, man, let's have a drink. I'm drinking some shit that's way too hard for, like, normal people. But because we can live forever, let's let's pound this fucking soap back or whatever it is, right? Mm-hmm. But they have no choice but to sword fight. They, like, you don't have a choice, but you got to well, do it. Well, no, it's like they're all one load from the they're- dick of, of human history. <laughs> Right. This is awesome. This is one of the best conversations I've the, ever had. The about dick film. of human history shoots this fucking shoots this immortal load, <laughs> and then all these Highlanders got to make it to the egg first. And so whoever exactly. wins the gathering gets to bang a chick, and she gets inseminated. With the load of human history. Exactly. So, so is that then the quickening? The load from from the hard dick. So is that the, so that's the, the entire Okay, so wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. If here's a question then. If 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 if, if, if fucking if fucking and getting a, and getting her pregnant is the quickening, then what the fuck is the end game? <laughs> same thing. They're always the same thing. And it's not we're not talking about the quickening, we're talking about the gathering. Because that's what this movie is about. It's where all of the mortals have to come together. They have to line up and shoot out of the penis. Like that's the analogy I'm making here. They all gotta make a run for it. And there is only one that's gonna get to the egg. Like that's the point. That's what this and is. And that's and that's what the prize is. The prize, the prize is, you is get the to egg. Have, you get to have a kid. Yeah, like because you're gonna have a normal life. You're gonna die, and you die. Yeah, like the like the the sperm will from the cosmic dick of human history. <laughs> exactly. The cosmic this hard is very dick good. of human once history. Once you once you get a girl pregnant, you're dead. <clears throat> no, so this movie's about cum. <laughs> I never realized that. It's, I think this is why men like it so much. Because <laughs> <That would, laughs> it's just like, it's one big dick analogy. 
Which would explain all the cars blowing their loads. Swords. Yeah, <laughs> it's all fighting just... swords. All right, I'm and that sorry. guy's doing all those backflips. Yeah, he let's just talk won't... about the backflips. No, yeah. you just you brought me up to speed on the on some backflip lore about this film. Oh, I didn't realize. Yeah. So, um, we were talking. So we were talking, you know, um, off mic, and um, I also got to watch the uh, the European release of this movie, which is like another like twenty minutes in length. Um, the whole thing. Yeah. Really? Yeah. It's 20 minutes longer. Oh, longer. Okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> it's a 20-minute film. Yeah. yeah. No, no, no. It's, you know, it's, it's, it's 20 minutes longer, and it has... Um, there's it's 20 minutes of backflip. I would watch... And I would... Tell me you wouldn't watch that. Tell me you wouldn't watch that. But there's there's two or three more extra minutes of the guy backflipping in, um, in the car garage. All right. And it's great. And as you were saying earlier as well... Uh, this is the only Highlander where uh, Christopher Lambert doesn't get titty in the mouth. Well, the, yeah. That's not true because the, the <laughs> sex scene in this movie in the UK version gets extended and boom, Christopher Lambert, you know, Chip Lambert right there, booby in the mouth. Yeah. What is with this fucking like that? That shit is not planned. Like every actress that's just in one of these Highlander movies. Do you think that they have to warn her like, like, OK, we got a sex scene in this film and. Chris's move is that he likes to just kind of like, oh, give her like a little spray bottle of water. (laughs) I kind of wonder, I kind of wonder. He bites into one of those suckers you spray. (laughs) You think, you think (laughs) she's got pepper spray in her hand the whole scene? (laughs) You think in two, you think in two, uh, it was a part of Virginia Madsen's contract that Michael had to watch. whole fucking breast (laughs) in her, in his mouth. Yeah. So in that movie. So I'm asking. He's just fitting that whole thing in there. So you think Michael Madsen had to watch that? Like, be there on set and watch that? You think that was part of her contract? No, Christopher Lambert is alive still, so I'm thinking not. I don't think that he even knows that movie exists. Yeah, true. He's too busy reading the script of Reservoir Dogs. Man, that's great, honey. I I think, uh, honestly, it's it's actually a pretty good premise, and it was actually a pretty good film. Mm -hmm. Like, I'm not saying saying this ironically— um, but I think the biggest problem with this movie <clears throat> is that it tries to be like an open and shut story. Yeah. You know, yeah, no like sequels. the fact that the prize exists precludes any, any sequels that you could possibly make. It's, it's not, um, and, and then they start making sequels that just contradict the, the rules set out by the original. If, they, yeah. if there was more of an environment where prequels were, like, more common, they could have done this series forever if they wanted to. Just keep going back, right? Like all these classic Highlander fights, you know? Yeah, and, but, I, and I think as well, like, in, the first, in, like in this first one as well, like, you know, Highlander, um, there's also, like, some really, really cool... Like shit, in it. like even the scene, you know, when um, you know, Clancy Brown's fighting Sean Connery on the steps. You know, you got the hand painted background and the lightning mm. and everything like that. Like that's a fucking really cool scene, given its yeah. twelve million dollar budget. You know, like it's a it was a de- it's a decent um, it's a decent movie, and it's it was one of those movies where it's just like it got the go ahead because they were like, you got a really good concept here, <laughs> and then. You know, Hollywood 80s blow kind of kicked in, and they're like, we're going to amp this movie up. <laughs> you know, we're going to put wrestlers in there. We're going to fucking, you know, that guy's going to be doing backflips. So is he doing this, by the way? Is he he's doing this to see under the car? That's what I hoped. I just, that's what I'm hoping. 
You know, like that, that would be my rationale. Like, I mean, think about it. The guy's like got to be like 500 fucking years old. Guy's doing backflips. So he was like doing this under stagecoaches. We were talking about this before. Oh, this yeah. This was where he developed this technique. Yeah, looking man. under stagecoaches via backflips. He's flipping across America. <laughs> That's how he traveled. He traveled faster backflipping than his character did even just walking around that parking lot. Fuck it. He walked faster than anybody. He backflipped faster than anybody like the running scene with the two of them on the beach like yes i can feel the deer now and then like running like that guy backflipped faster than they did running with that fucking deer <laughs> Sean connery has juan sanchez villalobos ramirez yeah he introduces himself <laughs> by his full name yeah with his, off, and, and his fucking you know shakespeare goatee and oh hey, not only is hispanic is is he hispanic but he's got five fucking hispanic names dude like, but, but he's Egyptian. This he's is, Egyptian. Yeah, he's not even. What are you doing? I was just looking up the the reason I went to this page, by the way, gentlemen. Uh, I was trying to think of what the hell uh, Iman's name is, the guy, the back, our backflipping friend. And he's the Tuscan Raider. He was a stunt guy on uh, Star Wars. His picture on IMDb is of a Tuscan Raider. I love it. Peter Diamond. High five. Also, uh, two hats off in this movie. Uh, fucking Alan North. And uh, John Polito, the two cops, because I'm not going to lie, after that fucking backflipper gets his head cut off, those New York City, this is a beautiful thing about, this is another yes. great thing about this movie that I love, the detective work. So, <laughs> um, this is great. Uh, so they get on the crime scene, and first of all, all the cops are like, they're fucking making jokes, eating donuts, and this is how awesome he is. Fucking, the detective <laughs> so doesn't give a shit, he has a smoke in his mouth. Fucking the lieutenant or whatever is making jokes about it. You know, hey, what are we going to do with this guy? You know, and he's like, oh, I don't know. Hey, what are you doing over there? What's the cause of death? Yeah. Yeah. What do we rate this down as, boss? You know, and then next thing you know, the detective trips over the fucking body. Yeah. Like, this is the worst detective work you've ever seen in your life. You know, and then Brenda walks over and it's just like, you know, this is a nine, this is a, you know, a 600 year old BC Japanese sword. Whatever the fuck. Yeah, and he, she talks about how a um, an antique dealer would know what it was. Yeah, and what I love is when they're in the interrogation room. Well, you missed the scene where he goes blasting out of that arena in his fucking Porsche, by the way. <laughs> and he's sweating. Oh, he's yeah. got his hair slick, solid back with sweat, and he's just blasting out because it, it came out of the flashback sequence. He's just gunning it down this fucking ramp. <laughs> <laughs> and then they stop. Where do you think you're going, buddy? You know, yeah. So that's great. He, he he gets pushy with them there, and then he goes into the interrogation room, and the guy he gets pushy with. Yeah, he gets pushy with them, starts flipping around. He's like, he's like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I, you know, he's like, he's like, he's like, what are you, some kind of faggot? And then he's, and then you know, he goes, he looks classic of all '80s films. Yeah, right. And he's like, he's like, why well, want to go on a date there, tough guy? And then they get into a fist fight, which he, he knocks, knows his name. Yeah, Nash. And then he no, Nash knows his name, like. Connor knows the cop's name already in the flick. Oh, yeah. you don't know the I cop's even, name. They're like best friends. That. Oh, fuck. this happens every week. And then he punches him in the face, and they're like, "Are you gonna arrest me for something?" Well, nothing yet. Well, then I'm leaving. You just assaulted a police officer. <laughs> there's, there's one for you. Um, what's it called? Uh, uh, when he's in there, 
Uh, Christopher Lambert has a fucking weird accent, dude. Can yeah. we get that off, like, right off well, the bat? Yeah, it's not he, Scottish. It's, like, a little bit French. It almost sounds a little bit, like, Russian at times. It's no, fucking no. weird. Yeah, he... Because we talked about this. Born in New York, yeah. raised in Switzerland, yeah. I want to say. But they... So he's playing Highlander, who's, like, a fucking... Like, he's playing Connor McLeod. Yeah, like, Connor McLeod fucking of the highlands you know mm. and he walks into the he's in the interrogation yeah. room seat and at one point both cops they kind of look at each other look at him and they're like what, like what is, what is that accent like, he's, like, <laughs> he's like i lived in lots of different as, places as yeah it's like where are you from nash you got you, the, you talk kind of funny they're speaking for the whole audience being like like what the, what the fuck is this guy's accent even do you know like, why i really like this it's not scottish and he's just like i'm like i'm from a lot of places kind of <laughs> do, do you know why i, I really like this movie fra- <laughs> i am from a scotland <laughs> <laughs> It's not even Fuck that, off, though. Dude, he, he, Christopher Lambert talks like Dave Mustaine sings. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like it's, it's, it's a, it's a kind of like, hello. You know, kind of like that a little bit. Except in this movie, he tries to throw on like a fucking weird... He tries to Dude, throw it on an accent. Some of those fucking flashback sequences with the Scottish accent are great. Like, so when he comes back to life... Oh, oh man. it's the greatest Can fucking we, thing ever. You know what I love? You know what I love about him coming back to life? Everyone's sitting down, even di- eating dinner. They look over at him. They go back to eating yeah. dinner. And they're like, "Just yesterday you were dead, and now you're alive. Why is that?" Yeah. And he's like, well, I, "I don't know." Yeah. And then they're just, and they're just like, "Well, we're gonna fucking kill you." Yeah. And the wife, and then is, the wife like, is just like, the, no, they're, they're all like, "No, it's okay. Like, it's no big deal." And and then the wipe is like, "You got the devil in you," and and and. <laughs> And they all fucking lose it. They're like, she's right. <laughs> you know what it is? It's almost like that episode of The Simpsons with Greg Keeper Willie's like, oh, you got the little deal. Kill it! You know, like, <laughs> it's like almost like that's where they got it from. Like, she's like, kill him. And they like run him through like, it's like the passion of Christopher yeah, can, Lambert. Yeah, exactly. Can we just talk about the fact that this man is crucified? <laughs> can we just talk about that for a second? And then hang on. Angus fucking saves him. And it's like, you know, Connor, can you walk out of here? Or, you know, can you walk out? Uh, and 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 this is the best acting that Christopher Lambert has ever done in his career. He just yells, like, I can walk the hell out of here. <laughs> just with the fucking worst Scottish accent in the history of time. But bless his heart for trying. And you just see him fucking literally exit the village. Just, with a, just strapped to this cross. <laughs> That's so true, though. And, and it's he, brilliant. And then he meets Heather. I, yeah, I, you meet Heather. Heather. Oh, man. I've got, I have fucking nightmares my entire life about just like Christopher Lambert saying, Heather. No, it's, it's such a shame what a missed opportunity it is that they don't have uh, like flashbacks, you know? Like, um, they like, do. That, I mean, Ad like, they, like, they don't have, like, sorry, that the, the, the <laughs> like, when you said sorry, that, my, just... my fucking bad. No, <laughs> sorry, that, like the movies have that the sequels weren't, uh, weren't flashbacks because there's so many things I want to fucking know. They've got that one, like three minute thing where he's in world war two. It's like, yeah, I want to shoot the Nazi. Yeah. In the back, he gets fucking killed by a Nazi and then he gets up and fucking With kills a Tommy him. gun. He fucking kills him. Yeah. He kills and him. And he, then, oh, 
Go ahead. Like you, he drops the gun, picks up the kid, and then picks the gun back <laughs> up, and then walks out carrying a child and the gun. Doesn't he get? He's the, he's the greatest hero of all time. He gets shot in the back too by like, the Nazi, like protecting her, right? protecting yeah. her. Like he's like Which those bullets go through. The Nazis yeah. were professionals at shooting but, through but, two people. But but here's the but, <laughs> but, sorry, it's no, no, true. But, but what you're not wrong because here's the thing. Because <laughs> again, I was watching it last night again, um, and here's the thing: is that you literally watch. The uh, oh, the squib go off on the back of the kid. <laughs> so when you're watching it, it's true. Watch it no, again. Watch, no. watch, watch it again. You watch it again. There's a burst on her back as well to a point where that's why when they both went down on the ground, and I, and I finally noticed it because she's like, "You're not dead," and he's like, "No, shh." And then, like you know, pretends to sleep. But it's the girl that it, that it's his administrative assistant or whatever, and his executive assistant in his antique shop. That's the only reason that they have this Nazi killing scene in the film. Yeah, but I love it, and I feel bad for her because she's just like, you know, I, I I love you for like I love you, like you saved my life. I loved you since I was a child. And he's like, and he's like, I know, but it's just not mutual. I'm gonna <laughs> fu- I'm gonna fuck Brenda, yeah. <laughs> but you, I'm gonna but fuck, you're old now. Yeah, you're. I'm gonna fuck Come Brenda, on. and I'm gonna just eat her tit. <laughs> That's the whole thing's just going in my mouth. That's it. That's how this works. It just goes in. Um, I dislocate my jaw and the breast goes in. That's how we make love in Highlander verse. Forever. Um, Just before we move on from the Nazi killing scene, um, what is that fucking line? Because the Nazi's obviously talking in German and, uh, and there's a line that Christopher Lambert says, like, oh, what is, like, it's like, hey, well, you would know, because you're the master race. <laughs> right, right, right. Yeah. Why does he say? He does. He fucking yeah. one-lines a Nazi. Yeah. <laughs> he gives him a fucking one-liner. <laughs> this movie really did have everything. I mean, uh, he, he workshopped that one, though, because this is not the only time he's done this. Like, yeah. he, he had been doing this for, like, six That's years. the same line he uses on every Nazi he kills. <laughs> but you should be dead. Yeah, but you... You you're, no master you th- race. You think you're the master race. Kill him. Uh, maybe I should. Mm. <laughs> it's like rewrites it in his his little pocketbook. Yeah. <laughs> See you in Heil. <laughs> oh man, that's a, that would have been a great line. <laughs> Write that one down. Um, for Highlander Nine. <laughs> uh, <laughs> My favorite flashback sequence, and I'm sorry, I got to jump around a little bit for this one. We've been taking forever, but we do, we're doing pretty good chronologically. <laughs> um, but I got to jump ahead. My favorite flashback sequence in this flick is the scene where uh, he's uh, what he's in the, I guess, like Elizabethan age or whatever. Like he's got the white wig and all of this shit. And uh, he's a lord, obviously. Like, well, when was the last time I saw you? Flashback. Like, it's fucking family guy. Pre-family guy. And it's just Christopher Lambert, just Connor, wasted out of his mind, having a fucking sword duel 
with this uh, French lord or something. <laughs> right, right, right. And the guy just oh. keeps sticking him in the gut. And then he falls down, he dies, he gets back up again, <laughs> sticks him again. And this happens over and over again. Because he's fencing. And this guy is getting so pissed. And his, his, like, his, uh, his helper keeps coming up and congratulating him, like kissing him on the hand, kissing him on the cheek and shit. <laughs> and he turns around. And then finally, the, the, uh, the helper is so upset that he's just like, here, my lord, use this gun. And then... He turns the gun on the helper and kills him and just lets fucking Christopher Lambert walk away. And there's no point to the scene at all other than just like, hey, when was the last time I saw you? Let me think about it, African man. <laughs> when you were playing and you were pretending to be my slave and I was wasted. Dude, when I was fucking hammered at that duel. <laughs> <laughs> that that would be your entire life as an immortal. Dude, that would definitely be my entire yeah. life. Just drunk-ass duels. Drunk-ass <laughs> getting, sta- getting stabbed in the gut and <laughs> laughing it off. Watching people kill their servants. Do you think any immortals have had like their heads blown off with like a bomb or something? Like That's got to suck. Yeah. Well, technically, because it's not decapitation due to, the, due to an actual Well, your like, head's not coming sword. back, though, so you're just ahead at that point. No, well, maybe if... Uh... The shitty Highlander. Yeah. You can't even hold the sword. Are you holding your teeth? Why wouldn't a Highlander ever a gun. ever Shoot like a Wolverine it? Mm. You know, just get like a metal like plate put in there. You know, <laughs> you're not gonna die. No, you can have that shit under your skin. You're not gonna like die of an infection or something like that. You're fucking immortal. Yeah. So you just put metal in there. Yeah. Then someone comes along, try to cut your fucking head off. Well, dude, sorry. Yeah, Ramirez is talking all the time about all the rules and, like, we'll never break these rules and shit. And it's like, why? Why? Like, okay, yeah. holy ground, you want to – because you want to be safe yourself. So you're just like, all right, I'm, gonna, I'm not going to fuck with that one. But, yeah, why don't you just get some crazy steel put in your throat? But even then, this is this – Because there can only be one. It's going to be you. But, so here's the thing. Wasn't was it, was it fucking Connor uh, McLeod's castle on holy ground? Yeah. So then, why the fuck did Kurgan kill fucking Ramirez? Oh no, no, sorry. That's what that, there's a he's guy. not. He was banished from his village. That's not the same castle. Is it number two or number three? There is a guy who wears a fucking big metal like cone protector, like a fucking dog cone, so he doesn't bite his stitches. And so when you try to cut at his head, you just hit this fucking metal thing. Oh, I don't know. I don't remember. It's, it's in one is of that, them. That, there num- is a guy that does it. No. The only smart fucking immortal. But he well, got he, his head cut off. Yeah, he got his he, head cut off. He did end up getting his head cut off. <laughs> I don't think it's two. That's a technicality. I mean, that's, uh, come on. It's got to be three then. And three is pretty, like, the first kill in that one is pretty easy. It's, it's like, futuristic. It is futuristic. Oh, okay. It's then totally it's two. It's yeah. totally the quickening. What a bad movie. The quickening. <laughs> Islander five. The quickening. <laughs> Another gathering. <laughs> the, uh, the prize again they're all okay so let's say that my boner theory is flawed which it is in, inherently what okay so this is every the other thing that's great about this series is this is every 20 year old man's like fantasy you live forever mm-hmm. you get a sword mm-hmm. <laughs> um you can't have kids no matter how much unprotected sex you have and mm-hmm. you can't get any diseases from said unprotected sex. Additionally, 
can't die from sex. You can't. You, you're not getting any. You can smoke, drink. You can. You can destroy your liver. You can. It's party time. Like you were talking about, mm-hmm. Devin. Uh, you can get wasted. You just fucking chugging booze all the time. Doesn't matter how drunk you are. They're drinking some shit, and it's like turpentine. <laughs> on, on the bridge, yeah. He's <laughs> like, he's got a flask. He's like, well, you know, like you just poured fucking WD forty in there. Like that's what you guys are drinking. <laughs> drinking getting, they're drinking paint thinner. Getting fucking <laughs> leaned off, <laughs> off fucking antifreeze. Yeah. Hey, what's in this? It's antifreeze. It tastes sweet. It's good. Fuck it. You'll love it. Well, yeah. So uh, it's it adds this, and I realize you're going to get sick of this. I suppose you want to have a child. You know, I I totally I relate to that better than most. But you know, as a uh, a single male that can live forever, like you're gonna, yeah, you're gonna get sick of this, and you're probably just gonna be like, cut my head off. Perfect. So those guys all make sense to me. Mm-hmm. Those guys eventually, it's like I just want to get some decent sleep. Like you know, mm-hmm. I want to get have like the fucking Kurgan in my head, like we we're joking about <laughs> off air. Like in any case, you know, you don't you don't want this shit forever, but. You can do that for like a couple hundred years, dude. Thousands, yeah, thousands, <laughs> thousands of years. I, I, Devin's like, give me two more zeros. Yeah, like I don't even. Even that sounds like maybe too little. Yeah. He had. He, if they just all agree, like if they just all consign a fucking ceasefire accord here, then they just all live forever. And could do whatever that's the fuck they fucking want. Drinking, that sword seems fighting. like a way. They don't need the sword fight. Prize. They don't even need that sword. But I, I, I still fuck some. They people just keep up. the sword. Yeah, I, I kill some people just for fun. Why not? I'm immortal. Fuck it. It's a good, especially like like Russell Nash or Connor McCloud. He's living in New York, man. He needs a sword to protect himself. This is pre Giuliani, man. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Pe- people are getting their people are getting their heads cut off, and the cops are making fucking jokes about it. You know, stepping over bodies like it's fucking Friday night. Oh, I'm sorry. That the wasn't city the of first decapitation they reported to that night. Yeah. That's what I'm That's saying, right? Like, yeah. Well, they were in the downtown core. They weren't even in Brooklyn yet. Also, wasn't the first <laughs> antique dealer they arrested. Yeah. I would be pissed off, though, if I walked out of that arena and my car's like fucking oh. oozing oil and all the windows are broken. Like, what the fuck? In fact, here's the best thing about that scene. All the cars are the fucking same mm. and they all get their loads blown and fucking windows broken. Like, no one's going anywhere. You're all riding the subway home yeah, back to Queens. And yet when they're doing the... Somehow, they clear out that entire arena. Like, all of Madison Square Gardens is gone. The police... Like, he doesn't even have time to hightail it out of there. He doesn't even pull out of the parking garage where we just saw all these cars blow up. He throws his sword up on top and runs to his car. So either he moves really, really slowly after a quickening because he's a little bit buzzed, you know? Like well, he's still he, just, got, he just blew his watch. Yeah, so he's like, he's still got some shit dripping out. Like he stopped by the bathroom, had a cigarette, whatever else, and then now he's going home. But either way, if he leaves the arena during the wrestling event because he knows that there's another immortal there and he chooses to meet him in the parking garage then one would assume that there was still more wrestling matches going on because there wasn't any people just hanging around out there. And it was just a tag team match, too. And yet, it wasn't in the main event. I know. So, <laughs> so now this whole fucking arena is cleared out for the investigation. Or at least the, like par- that. At least the parking lot. In New York City. The other thing that got me as well was the, the cops got there so quick without there even being like a, a phone call or yeah. anything like that. So you know what I really just wanted to see was one guy at the side after watching that whole thing go down and watching a quick... Can you imagine the guy being at the side of a quickening? Mm-hmm. Just being like, oh, fuck! 
<laughs> like all the electricity and just being like, I gotta call the fuzz. Just a guy being like, there can be only one. Yeah. <laughs> lifting up into the air. Yeah. And you see like the cigarette in his mouth and it just drops because he's like, you know, like pure like, you know, race style in Ghostbusters. Yeah, yeah. Like, cigarette drop. Fucking goes and calls the, calls the fuzz. Calls fucking, what's his name? Detective Walter Bestow. Yeah. What the fuck his name? And I like to cares. report a quickening. sorry yeah what i was saying before about the parking garage thing like when we get a notice here for our underground parking here which there's like a hundred cars in you get a notice like two weeks in advance you got to get out by 10 o'clock so they can do a power wash down there and you go down there at 759 or or, sorry 959 and there's 30 fucking cars in there but you're telling me that this garage just cleaned out like that fuck you Fuck you, movie. Now, where's his Porsche? He never drives that shit again. They impound it? Uh, n- well, he does have a pretty sweet house. It's probably in his garage. His house is fucking really sweet, too, yeah, by the way. He's got a dope pad. He does. He's got that recessed couch situation. Right? Mm-hmm. Always love that. Lots of built-ins. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Very cool. Open concept. It's very modern. Yeah, he, okay, he's not just uh, a drunk dueling playboy. Um... <laughs> He also, he's just, like, rich beyond... Because he's just been collecting Yeah, because he just keeps shit around. He's just the world's best hoarder, really. <laughs> that reminds yeah. me of uh, in number three. Or no, sorry, in number two. Yeah, when uh, Ramirez, he summons Ramirez back to life somehow. <laughs> and uh, and Ramirez goes in to buy a suit. He's in Scotland. Um, suitable, because he's from fucking Scotland <laughs> in real life. He comes back and first of all, he's talking to the guy on the Shakespearean stage there, right? Mm-hmm. And he, he, he doesn't understand what a play is. <laughs> what? But then he goes to the tailor and he just gives this tailor his fucking earring. And he's like, give me a suit. And the tailor's just like, oh, of course. This is yeah. 12th century Ming Dynasty China. This is fucking perfect. <laughs> yeah. this will. Of course, I will accept this as standard currency. Yeah. And, like, I will get you a car to the airport, and I will get you on an airplane, and all of these things from this fucking earring that he appraises in, like, fucking, or appraises in, like, two seconds. But it, so, yeah, well, it is 2024. Hey, Maybe they got some crazy okay, shit. Okay, Connor McLeod's, or Russell Edwin Nash's tax returns are fucked. <laughs> like, no. how is he explaining any of Who this? Who says he files for taxes? <laughs> well, then he's got. He's from a lot of places. He, he's got a driver's license, doesn't he? He's got a passport. Yeah, well, yeah. So but he's, what, you in the third one, he's living in Marrakesh at the beginning, and he still Marrakesh. has a New York. That's the, what we were looking yeah, for. Yeah, and he still has the fucking New York City apartment. When he comes back, he just shows up and like takes the fucking blankets off everything, and he's like, "I'm back, baby." Like, <laughs> and he has power. He has water. He's just leaving that shit on. Like this guy is so fucking rich. He's he's got all kinds of. You know, offshore accounts and whatever else. He's been collecting antiques mm. for the last 700 years. Yeah. We've gotten about three minutes into the movie, just to be clear. I just want to mention one more thing about this crime scene. And that's, or this fight sequence at the beginning, which is that when he's he's fighting Iman there, who mm-hmm. we get his name once very quickly. I had to rewind the film three fucking times to get his name. Uh, he he's He's there. He's like disarmed him. And he swipes so fucking hard that he catches his own sword in the handle, or sorry, in the uh, pillar. Mm-hmm. And that's how they get on to him. Yeah, they, get, they catch the shards, the, shards. the shards out of the wall. Here's another thing about that fucking scene. So uh, 
I love how whenever um, Connor or Ramirez lose their sword, you know what's you know what you know what a sword can never penetrate a pipe. Yeah, mm. nothing penetrates yeah, good old loses. American steel. Yeah, well, lead is is pretty. Dense. But they I got you... fucking Highlander swords, yeah, man. Those things don't even folded. break down under electricity. Yeah. And you're telling me that it can't break through fucking American steel? Get the fuck out of here. Yeah. Come on. Yeah. That's all I'm saying. When you first meet Clancy Brown in the uh, the new, like the common, the, the main era of the film, the film takes place and he's uh, he's got his sword in like a guitar case. Well, first he's rocking out to Queen in the car that, uh, give me so, that was great. Uh, I love all of that. And he's listening to, listening to the story about some guy getting killed out in New Jersey mm-hmm. on the radio. He's like, I know that man. Yeah, I know you know him because you fucking decapitated him, all motherfucker. The, all the immortals live very... Well, like- it's for the gathering. and That's why. The gathering's in New York. Who would have known that it would have been in the <laughs> new world? But... Uh, they all got an invitation to Please New York. RSVP. Yeah. So Are you monster? coming to the gathering? Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> it comes with a cop. It comes with another invitation to the monsters ball. Like, mm. like. in any case, um, so he's got this fucking case, guitar case with the sword and a kind of thing. He opens it up in the apartment, and and he gets into his whole routine. I there. love that it's all the pieces. Scene. I know, I dope love sword. That scene. It is a wicked sword, right? But it's so many pieces. He even attaches the blade in it's two pieces. Yeah, that can't three. be that. That can't it, be it, that good. Structurally, it, it's, it's that's three pieces. Silly. Well, there's many a pieces. There's all these little pieces. He even sticks the two like he squeezes mm-hmm. it at one point and the two little blades on the handle pop come up. up. Which is fucking wicked. It looks cool as shit. There's the middle part and then there's like the other top part. Mm. And, and this he's... is a long sword. This sword is as long as he is tall and he's a tall man. Like in that flashback sequence where he fucking sticks Connor and then he gets Tackled by fifteen Highlanders, mm-hmm. uh, you know, or not not like immortal Highlanders because we keep using the term, um, like just normal fucking Scottish people, <laughs> just tackle him, and then he's like, you know, like I'll get you later, McLeod. You could just like when you get up, go back to him. It's not the end of the battle. Like if you don't get him right now, that's it. Like, is it like flag football or something? You you one shot at this. It could be. But, but in any case, but, but, the sword just doesn't seem that structurally I, sound. That's what I'm saying. Can I also say one thing about that scene as well, which, I, re- as many which, things as you which like. I really, really like, is when the hooker comes in. Of course that's your favorite part. It is. Um, but I, <laughs> Well, I, I just like it because it's just like the, the 80s classic shot, and you don't get shots like this all the time, mm. where it's just like his eyes that pretty much say everything. It's, when it's, they're behind him and it's like... Hi, I'm Candy. He's like, yes. The frame is centered. Yes, yes you are. are. Yeah. And, and the then frame is centered so nicely, black. and she's standing right behind him, and then the and door you just closes. Get the profile of him. Yeah. Yeah, I love that shot. There's a lot of the cinematography in this movie is pretty <laughs> fucking good. A lot of it does not make any sense, much like the musical cues. As much as I love this film, we'll talk about this because, like, we give this film a lot of credit for things that it doesn't actually do that well, but. It does a lot of really, really cool shit that doesn't make any sense. So it's it, it adds to that fucking acid trip experience that just makes you so happy to watch it. Mm-hmm. The Kurgan as a gutter punk doesn't work for me. No. I feel like... Because back in the day... Yeah. Back He has in, a skull helmet. He's he, And he is like, like the head of this tribe of warriors that are the fucking most No, badass. no. He rolls by himself. The Kurgans. He's the Kurgan. 
of the Kurgans. Who's the Kurgans? The clan Kurgan. The Kurg- the, yeah, the Kurgan clan. That's what they're fighting. It's the no, Kurgan they're clan. not. They're fighting no, another Scottish no, clan. They're fighting another Scottish clan, but that other Scottish clan has recruited the Kurgans. There's like a fucking... I've read the, the Comics, thing. Comics, right? Yeah. I don't know, some Wikipedia thing on it, but... He he's like the head of like this fucking band of, yeah. of just. So is he like James Little Jones and Conan? Dan kind of? Yes. Like, maybe I don't know. I haven't seen Conan. Conan the Barbarian, the original James Little Jones. He fucking looks at his eyes and he cuts off. Conan. Anyway, the point is, he's <laughs> <laughs> he should be he should be like a like a a fucking world. It's like he should be like a I don't know like a. Senator? High up in like the NSA or something. Just like you can suit? still kill people if you want, Kurgan. Like and that they, they're be cool, cool with that, you know. Mm-hmm. But like Kurgan's got to protect himself, you know. Kurgan being a gutter punk, it's like sometimes a gutter punk just cuts somebody's head off because they're fucking cause they're high on shit. But, but at the same, but at the same time, like <laughs> and like you just don't go around just murdering people, dude. Like you, if you really love. If the Kurgan loves killing as much as as he he alludes that he loves killing, he probably fucking would just would just be doing that shit wholesale. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And the way you do that is is, you know, it's like uh government contracts. Yeah, yeah you should be like a contractor. Yeah, but at the sick. Like building houses? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you think doing you, framing. You know, but you know what the other thing is though like when Killing you people every day. When you when you look when you, when you look at Clancy in that scene too like after he's putting together the sword he looks like he looks he's in rough shape. Yeah. He's in like but he's so he's got so, the So here's the cool yeah. Well, yeah, he's got the bitchin scar that fucking, you know, uh, Ramirez gives him. Um but like I'm gonna we're gonna challenge you a little bit on this because I didn't mind it because here's the thing like we were talking about being like I'd be drunk and fucked up all the time I'm not gonna lie I wouldn't be surprised if the fucking you know if Clancy Brown the whole time over these 400 years was just fucked up on smack and then was just like oh shit the gathering in New York I'm gonna get loaded on some shit I'm gonna go into a shitty hotel. I'm going to get some smack, I'm going to put together my sword, and I'm going to get a hooker. Well, there's this weird line, too, after where the the, uh, the the front desk guy at the hotel is like, Hey, Rockefeller, you know, how'd you like candy? I, I heard she said you're kind of kinky or something like that, or you like some weird shit or something. There's like a line like that in mm-hmm. the film, which is interesting, obviously, because he... He he seems to partake in in the ladies somewhat forcefully earlier in the film. Uh, yeah, yeah, I thought the illusion there was that he was going to kill her. I thought so too. I, but, but then he, he, ta- he just, just gets her to like sex. put on a strap on and fuck him in the butt. <laughs> oh, imagine it's just what the Kurgans into. Dude, I mean, imagine that's been, what Heather never he fucking has, told Connor. He has. Oh been, my! God. He has been so. Like, he has done everything, dude. It probably takes, like, two fists up there to do anything for this guy at this point. Like, but that's what I'm saying. Just, like, imagine he's just, like, you know, he, he this whole time Connor fucking chops his head off because he thinks, like, he raped Heather. 
you know, which you, and then and then like he finally, when he finally gets his head cut off in Endgame and meets up with Heather in the afterlife, and he's like, eh, Heather, what happened? Um, she's like, yeah, yeah, he made me do like a fucking sure you can to his fucking asshole. I had to put a whole table leg up there. Yeah, I didn't want to talk about it because I just always assumed you could smell it on my arms. He made me, he made me fucking mason a fucking a strap on and go at him. Yeah, out of the fucking brick. That fell off oh. the fucking that fell off the fucking tower. Made me call him my my little slut. <laughs> that was oh weird. Like, I don't know. I guess he raped me. Maybe. He's, he's, he's I kind of feel like maybe the whole time was Heather was just traumatized. He just wanted about to lie in my lap and cry for a bit. <laughs> That's what the Kirkin's into. The Kirkin is not even. I heard Candy said you're into some weird stuff. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> Mind if I just cry in your lap for a while? <laughs> can you can you tell me I'm special and pet my head? Yeah. <laughs> so that that would be that's something you didn't get in the fucking European cut. The emotional side of Kurgan. Yeah, he's really just an emotional, sensitive smack so addict. That's ways. really what it is. <laughs> I I I don't know. I I yeah, I get it now, but I still like him more as like I don't know. I feel like he should be. Uh, he should be putting himself in a position to be able to easily dispatch of other Highlanders. And I don't think living on the streets. No, but he's not, he's not like, he's getting, a, he's nomadic and taking a lot of smack. Yeah. It's going to help you. What if that. he's one of those guys who likes to have his shit stomped on? <laughs> probably. probably. <laughs> Knowing him. Come yeah. on, man. He's got the skull. I mean, he's got to be into everything. Like just now. stand on it. I'm not going to lie, if you're fucking, in, in my mind, if you're fucking doing smack drinking and fucking and doing whatever you want for like 400 years, I think eventually the wall's going to run dry on things that we consider, like, things that we consider extreme to him are just going to be generic. Yeah, yeah, like, what if he's just a real Buffalo Bill about it in there? Like, if he's just tossing her a lotion, like, referring to her as an inanimate object and whatnot. Yeah. This is, this is some dark shit. I don't want to think about this anymore. No, but he's literally he's literally done everything. Yeah. He's literally every single possible thing. I mean, we're sitting here making jokes about like, you he's know, done it. Gornick, he he's done all of those things. Yeah. And I think There's that not would, anything. And I think what? at the end of the day, maybe that's no, no more hypothetical. Maybe I'm that's, done. you know, I'm done for the day. maybe that's why fucking Connor is just like that's why he just loves putting full titty in his mouth. Yeah, it's probably why. He's just you know, like, like he's tasted he's tasted it and he can't get enough. It, well, we're, we're talking. But I feel we're, like we're that's talking, a Lambert move. Maybe saying, I don't just, feel like he's acting in that. We're scene. talking four hundred years of sex and debauchery here. You're gonna be into some crazy shit. I just think that's a Lambert choice. I don't think it's in the script. Like this is where Connor, as a character, puts his fucking mouth <laughs> around this poor woman's entire breast. I don't feel like that's what's happening, and creates like a suction, so you're like, <laughs> well, like it's getting like that's. Could not- you imagine that? That's like, like you know, Arnold has "I'll be back." Yeah, you know, Stallone is like, and fucking like Christopher Lambert's thing is fucking like full on tit and mouth. Like, is that a deleted scene in Mortal Kombat that we just yeah, don't know about? Where fucking Raiden and Katana, he's just got, like, fucking Katana's tit in his mouth? Like, I won't is that do it? a movie, or I won't do their movie unless I get a tit in my mouth. Yeah, right. Um, in any case, what the fuck were we talking about? Because there, there was a point in there. Uh, we're at, like, the Oh, Kurgan. yeah, the, the Kurgan thingy. My only thing with that is that he's not poor. 
he's transient, but they even refer to him as Rockefeller because he's like he's holding a huge wad of cash that's all like hundreds. Mm. Like, and then he had to flip through to get a fucking twenty up for this guy. But he could just be robbing people, though. That's the thing. He is robbing people. Yeah, he's robbing everyone. Yeah. Yeah. I, um, yeah. I mean, I guess, but I think I think it's a dumb strategy then. Kurgan's not oh, very totes. smart or more. Toad's dumb. Yeah. Maybe the maybe the Kurgan just fucking you know maybe he's super just, stupid. Maybe he just fell into modern music at the time. Yeah, you know? he was really into Danzig. That's it. That's all I'm. That's all I'm saying. He's. You can clearly tell by looking at him. He's on. He's done some shit. Yeah. Like look at that face. Look at look look at his face from that first battle in Scotland. You know when he's like I'm gonna get you to when he even fucking rapes Heather. Or Heather rapes him. Please depending stop on what going we're talking back about. to this. <laughs> get over this. Um, it happened, okay? Yeah. Okay. We're just... Okay, fine. The hangout, the hangout with Ramirez. The yeah. There we go. Where the castle falls down. This is another one. The, the, the quickening app isn't even, hasn't even happened in that scene yet. And the fucking castle is falling apart. Yeah, that's a good point. That is a super why didn't, quickening. Why didn't, why didn't the quickening even really happen? He just kind of like kills fucking Ramirez and then it's just like... What's up, girl? And then... Well, because he, uh, yeah, like, I don't know. There is a quickening, but, like, how much more quickening can you get than that? Well, like, this is what I don't understand. I would imagine, like, is Ramirez is not that powerful of a Highlander? No, like, he's was, super like, powerful. So then why was the, fu- then how powerful was the dude in the fucking parking lot to have fucking all those cars blow their wads? Oh, dude, man, you've had some orgasms that have been, like, all powerful as hell and just, like, one little squeak of fucking yeah, jizz comes out. This shit happens. We're talking about the last ten Highlanders, though, right? I mean, that guy yeah. could be, he could have, like, 8,000 souls in there, you know? Could be a big quickening. Well, this know? is, but, at this, yeah. but and there could be another guy. Well, same as at the has, end, the Kurgan quickening is like insane. There's at, fucking but, ghosts. No, no, but I get there's but, ghosts in that scene. But, but that makes sense because that's the prize, so questionably. The, so the quickening is proportional to the number of Highlanders that you've killed and absorbed. Because your power, yeah. So yeah. is that Sean Connery's problem? Is he keeps on befriending the Highlanders that he's supposed to kill? Well, because so he really he's got the right fucking plan. Yeah, he's got the right plan. He goes in, he does a little training, he assesses how good they are fighting, he tells them all the rules so that they don't fuck him over, and then he takes off, gets another wife. He's already had three, let's go for four. And then, when the gathering comes, it's like he shows up and they're like, they're all like, oh, my old friend Ramirez, and it's like, no head. Perfect. And then he's just like, well, that fucking Kurgan's really strong. Don't we? You don't want to get to know the Kurgan. Really, the Kurgan was there to do the same thing. How do you know? Because the, the Scottish people all dragged him away. But he could have just been like, stab, now you're an immortal. High five. It's like that could have been it. This whole movie could have been inverted. Celestial, hmm. multi-thousand-year survivor. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, you want to be in my alliance or you yeah. want to be in the fucking exactly. Kurgan's alliance, dude? Yeah, so... Ramirez is like Richard on the first season of Survivor. <laughs> In more ways than you think. And when they bring him back for world champion, everyone just votes him right out. Oh, man. Okay. You know what? We've made it about 17 minutes into this film. Let's take a little yeah. break. We'll come back. We'll try and streamline this a little bit more. Gather our thoughts. I want a little more coffee, too, I think. So we'll come back in a minute, get into... The rest of this wonderful film. Ma- magical, magical movie.
I made the joke oh, yeah. uh, a, f- yeah. a few weeks ago talking to somebody about Top Gun 2, where I was like, I think it should just be the two weeks preceding Goose's death. It should start on Goose's death. He should hit the canopy, dies, he's in the water, you know, Tom Cruise is like, no, no. And then it flashes back two weeks and everything is going great. <laughs> and it's just him trying to trying to help Maverick through this situation and be like, look, man, maybe we're flying a bit too crazy. I don't know. <laughs> the just, fucking upside down, take the picture of the guy was a little fucked, dude. Like, I got a wife and kids. You know what's awesome about even Tom Cruise's career was they didn't even give him, like, in all of his breakout movies, they didn't even give him villains. Every single movie is like it's okay. Let's let's take fucking um, cocktail for example. Tom Cruise is a bartender. Tom Cruise becomes a pretty good bartender. Tom Cruise gets discouraged. Tom Cruise falls in love. Tom Cruise realizes the meaning of that love. Becomes a really good bartender. No, suicide's the villain in that movie. <laughs> but then, no, wringing its hands no, off screen. But, no, but, no, but think about it though. You're mine. <laughs> Your friend is mine. It's like Wrath of Khan. Like, Khan is suicide. <laughs> but no, but even then, but even like Days of Thunder, you know what I mean? Tom Cruise is a race car driver. Tom Cruise becomes a pretty good race car driver. Tom Cruise falls in love. Tom Cruise gets in the race again. Tom Cruise finds his dignity. His, his Ta- enemy is Ta- always Ta- just Top people Gun. that are better at this thing. Top like, Gun. That aren't really bad guys. That's what I'm saying. Top, <laughs> Top Gun. You know who the whole time? The only reason why Iceman doesn't like him is just because he's fucking dangerous. <laughs> you you, you know what I mean? Some. But even then, Top well, Gun. He's a pilot he's a pretty good pilot tom cruise falls in love tom cruise gets discouraged tom cruise finds out what the meaning of life See, is that, at the end of the day that was going to be the joke of, of top gun to the goosening right is is that <laughs> is that tom cruise has always been the the bad guy in this franchise he's not he, he's like they they have this big triumphant like we did it at the end of the movie and it's like but you still killed your best friend because you're a fucking idiot dude <laughs> because you can't keep it under control dude oh, no. just chill he Fly went, the fucking plane, dude. Well, his, his name was Maverick. <laughs> <laughs> Who gave him that call sign? Like, no, you're going to be chill, dude. You're going to be cool it. This is cool it 10-4. <laughs> Just to remind him every fucking time. <laughs> oh, man. He's the bad guy. He is the bad guy. He's Maybe. not the good guy. Is <laughs> either that or one dollar, Bob? <laughs> All right, so we're back, and where the hell are we in this film, gentlemen? I got a theory. I got a theory I want to put out there that I thought of when we were talking before, and I didn't mention it. Sean Connery says he was born in Egypt. Mm-hmm. Gives him the name Juan Sanchez Villa Lobos Ramirez. Speaks with a Scottish accent. I think every single thing about him is fucking just completely made up, mm-hmm. just fabricated. He's been lying to everyone because he doesn't <laughs> want anybody to know fucking anything about him because he is just way, way underground. Mm-hmm. You know what? That's actually not a bad theory because, you know, what's also really cool about that, which goes back to what we were talking about right before the, uh, the break, which is, you know... Then it kind of tricks him into all the Highlanders liking him. And then so when mm. there is a big gathering, he can just be like, ah, fuck you. Boom. With that, with that katana, right? Because how the fuck does a guy named Ramirez from Egypt date a girl? Like, 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 Royalty. 
right? From Japan. Before he even becomes a Highlander, gets a Highlander sword from Japan. No, no. That's his third wife. He so, watched her grow old. That's why he's he's totally like, no, nah, no, nah, dump, dump that girl. Get your dick wet. So what happened? <laughs> <laughs> Get your dick wet, Highlander. <laughs> that's what he's saying to Connor. He's like, nah, man. Fuck this haggis shit. Let's let's go and get us a cheeseburger in the new world. And he's just trying to throw everybody off. He probably lied about the rules. Yeah. It's probably not even it. Like probably, There's really no rules. It's probably something totally different. Mm-hmm. And Sean Connery is just fucking everything for everybody. But he's trying to keep real on the DL. Mm-hmm. So that somebody's like, I'm looking for a man. He's Spanish or Egyptian. Speaks a little bit like this. Like... <laughs> I don't know what the fuck you're talking about, dude. You know what? I've not met anybody like that. Maybe maybe he's the maverick here, you know? Maybe he's the real villain. I think so. Yeah. I think so. Huh. To go back to your Top Gun theory from before the show rolled, yeah. I like this. I like this. But this is what we were saying before the break, too. It's, you don't know. You have no proof other than the fact that Clancy Brown does things that are kind of despicable at times. That he is his intent. You know, he has the there can only be one thing. But, you know, it's... Uh. How do you know Clancy Brown's even really... Oh, well, he is. Okay. The crescendo of the goosening. He gets in an argument with his wife. And uh, she's oh, she's like she's like he is fucking reckless. He is gonna get you killed. Like I need you to pick him, fucking Maverick, or your goddamn wife. And Goose is like, I can't do it. I I gotta pick Maverick. Why you make me do this? And then the next day he gets in that plane and he fucking ejects and, and hits the, the canopy ends. and he dies. That's the end of the goosening. Okay, I just right. thought of that. Perfect. Script's done for the, Top Gun Top Gun prequel. The Goosening. Pick pick him or me. Top Gun the Goosening. Picks the the bad guy. When's this hitting theaters? Uh, late 2021. Yeah, perfect. Top perfect. Gun the Goosening. Sign me up. All right. You, get, you take my money. <laughs> <laughs> um okay. Currently so, in talks with you guys about the intellectual property rights. <laughs> It's not going very well. I just want to be at the premiere. <laughs> the, the fucking uh, movie that we're talking about. Right. right. Oh, yeah, Highlander. Highlander. Right. Uh, I was just thinking about how... Okay, so let's go back to the the current era in the film, the 80s, 86, 87, that, that the film kind of takes place in when it feels like it. Um, and... Okay, so you've got you got your crime scene, you got your cops, all of this stuff going on. Why is there always a fucking mental or like a person with a mental disability or something like in in all of these flicks, at least in 1 and 3 cuz 2 doesn't count apparently as 3 tells us. In in the first film you have that that uh gun nut who thinks he's in he's a uh in the military or maybe he was in the military and then he's he's got like ptsd i don't know which it's supposed to be but he goes after he sees uh the guy that drinks turpentine with connor on the bridge and and clancy brown going at it right mm-hmm. in the alley and that's not nearly as sexy as it sounds but uh and then he he like breaks out a fucking uzi and he's like you know, all right, soldier, you've been training your whole life for this and like chases after him. 
and 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 after the after the quickening for Clancy, uh, you know, after he he orgasms, this guy blows him away with with a fucking Uzi, uh, and then Clancy sticks him. Really ruined his quickening. Yeah, <laughs> no, pissed him. If you remember, he looks just a little bit upset. He's like, "What the fuck is this guy doing?" And then he just gets back up and stabs him. That could have been the best quickening of my goddamn life. Yeah, it's like you know you. <laughs> oh, quickening! Oh, all, yeah, the, like, all the all the lids of the garbage cans are beginning to shake. You know, the fire hydrant tops are beginning to shake. Everything's ready to yeah, fucking the, the blow. Under the yeah. <laughs> all the all the sewer lids. And this fucking guy. Everything's ready to blow. Next thing you know, the only thing that blew was the it's pistol. A category and on Pornhub. Ruined quickening. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. I would have loved the Highlander porno version. It's <laughs> just the same movie. <laughs> Except a lot more white, I guess. It's a lot this, more. There's a lot it's more glazed. The same movie with full frontal. That's it. Like that's the only difference is that you see some dicks and some vaginas. Yeah. Especially that's the Europe. So you guys never saw the European version of Highlander. Of the first one. I didn't know about this whole, you know, mouth breast trifecta yeah. because I I always thought it was just a two time mouth breast situation for no, Lambert. Every this is the thing. Every single Highlander movie, like. Apparently in America, the movies didn't do as well as they did in Europe. And Europe had all – the whole franchise had extended cuts with, like, longer sex scenes, longer fight scenes. More violence. More violence. Which is so strange because we were talking about this offer. Like, fucking Clockwork Orange didn't even get showed there in its entirety until after Kubrick died. We were talking about this. And, like, a lot of films, there's UK versions that are way more subdued. But for some reason, this film just like, yeah, give it all to us because it's Scotland. I guess I don't know. Maybe, but um, there's just like extended. Uh, I lost what the fuck I was gonna say there. I'm sorry. Yeah, whatever. It wasn't that important. Point is, um, <laughs> there's just like these longer fight scenes. Even the battle at the end of the movie mm. is like another like five minutes of like full on going at it on the rooftop of the studio. Mm-hmm. It was a pretty anti Silver Cup fight. Studios. Big ups. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah, like that's the thing. There's really there's, there's there's way more of a. Like, you guys should honestly, and, like, listeners out there, if you can, like, and if you you should, if you if you like Highlander and you're like, and you're like us, and yes, we might sound like we're probably bashing this movie, but it's only because we fucking love it so much. Um, watch the Highlander extended version in the, of, uh, you know, the European version. And mm. it's just, it's, it's a lot more batshit stuff going on, but a lot of things kind of, like, a lot of loose ends tie up, you know? Yeah. Even two, two even has a better tie up. Well, two is real fucked because I've seen about, I've definitely seen more than two versions of this film, of number two. Mm-hmm. Uh, so uh, I, I don't know what the hell is going on. What are you pointing at, Deb? Kurgan Tribe. Kurgan Tribe, my friend. Oh. There it is. Okay. Wikipedia has confirmed a Kurgan Tribe exists. Perfect. Whenever, is it just me or is, was anybody else when it says, you know, uh, he's a part of the Kurgan Tribe? Uh, he travels to New York with the intention of killing the few remaining uh, immortals and claiming. And all I can think about is that is the guy in Willy Wonka with the fucking uh, computer. And he's like, the grand prize. That's all I can think about whenever they said the prize. Can I just ask, why the fuck does the Kurgan want to be like to get the prize? Is Out it? of all of these fucking people, he's he does not want a baby. He does not want to die. 
And he certainly doesn't want to listen to other people's fucking thoughts. So here's a theory that I have on the on yeah. The, I think it's probably so, a good thing he lost. When you, yeah. I think when you because he just be fucking miserable. That would be hell for him. I, what is this shit? <laughs> I can hear like a deer's heartbeat. What is this bullshit? <laughs> so I think this is what it is. I think when you get like the prize or um, like in in four in the end game, the earth is the egg that the the dick of human history is coming into to fertilize it. And then it becomes one because he's one with everyone. He's he's the last one. So he fertilizes the earth. The earth is the egg. Does that explain the shield? Humanity is the dick. You're blowing my mind. No, humanity is the cum. I guess. (laughs) (laughs) This is the. I guess life is the best simile. The dick. Human history is the dick. No, human history can't be the dick because human history is is everything trickling in to the to the into, earth, which so is, is the he egg. the egg? Is his brain the egg? Maybe the universe is the dick. <laughs> What's the balls? The balls has got to be like the the seeds of life, like trees? primordial ooze, protein chains, trees. I guess that's not that much different than balls, though. <laughs> We got to go deeper on this one. I don't know. I'm going to have to think about it. We'll have to have another episode. <laughs> More dick talk to come. To discuss the dick. The- <laughs> come back for the new Movies in My Life spin-off show. The hard dick of the universe. <laughs> Modern movies and the dick analogy coming, with your host, Devin Gardner. Coming immortals onto the egg of planet Earth to fertilize it, there can be only one. <laughs> I lost my train of thought again <laughs> with all this dick talk. Just keep thinking about dicks. Um, <clears throat> may, hey, maybe Jonah Hill in Superbad was a Highlander. That makes sense, man. Then, jo- and then Jonah Hill's his fucking Ramirez. It's a shared universe. <laughs> it's a shared cinematic universe. They happen to go inside. Oh, my God. <laughs> I love this movie so much. Um, okay. Um, can we talk a little bit about uh, some of the fight sequences? Yeah, here? totally. Can we do a round of favorite fight sequences in the flick? I like that these these sword fights are all pretty fucking lazy. Even the last one, uh, which will not be my favorite, even though I talked about how I like some of those like you know dolly and zoom out shots and the crane shots and like all this weird stuff going on and great like, shots though yeah but they don't really make any sense and the other thing that i hate about that fucking scene is that there's triumphant music for about seven minutes in it while he's still losing the fight he is he's losing and it's like so it's like am i fucking cheering for the kurgan here have i got this whole film backwards but that you know i, I great scene Kind of reminded me of Transformers. You know, when you're watching all your favorite Transformers die to like the most like uplifting music, yeah. you know. <laughs> Listening to the Bee Gees, fucking watching <laughs> Highlanders getting their heads chopped off. Yeah, it's great. What well, goes around? Favorite fight scene, gentlemen. Devin. A tough choice. I, I mean, I got us. I, I'm sorry. I'm because pro- I'm probably stealing both years as well. But the. Um, Juan Sanchez, Villalobos, Ramirez versus the Kurgan. Yeah, it's gotta be it. Yeah, like castles falling apart, lightning everywhere. You were saying earlier, like, like it's just a beautiful scene. Man. It's a great. It's a great. <laughs> wait, I love. Here's the thing. I love. I love. I love the. Uh, I love the painted backdrop in that fight scene as well, mm. which is just fucking great. It looks like Fantasia. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and that's great. And because here's the thing. It's like out of all the fight scenes in that movie, 
that was the one that looked the best. And it also had the most give and take. You know what I mean? Like, you start rooting for Sean Connery when he fucking cuts his throat. You know what I mean? The Kurgan's yeah. throat there. And you're almost just like, oh, shit. And there's a lot and there's a lot of good back and forth. And it's just like, you know, uh, Christopher Lambert's sword skills fucking suck. Even in 2, like, the, the thing with 2 is that, like... Um, well, Clancy Brown isn't exactly fucking Darth Maul here. He's not Ray parking it up or anything. No, like. but I think because, yeah, maybe because you have, like, you know, I don't know, Sean Connery, you just put, like, a he's just such a better actor yeah. that, like, he's able to carry that heavy sword a bit. But, like, well, well they give him all of the film's money. True. <laughs> but, like, but, but well, it, it was used in a great scene. But, like, you know, Michael Ironside was talking about it was he fucking hated doing all the fight scenes in two because the weight of the sword was, like, he's like, you can't tell me to, like, cut so close to him well that's the other thing about number one though is i feel like every single one of those fights was lackluster except for the except for the current i agree and I, and I like the last fight i like the first fight too because it's all the reason the first, the first fight, fight is like three seconds no the first fight's longer than you think and the first fight works really well because it, it's the other guy is never going to win and uh even like he disarms him L- fucking Connor McLeod disarms him and then he looks at him for a minute and it's just psh, off with his head and it's fucking hilarious. <laughs> the other one that's great is the the one that I was talking about with the the mentally ill military guy uh shooting Clancy Brown because they they introduced that character the scene before just to kill him. Yeah, but does that make it good or does that make it oh shit, we have a fight scene where we literally haven't told them we have, anything. Because yeah, we, let's film the introduction scene yeah, now because that, and place it right before. Well, it's this it's fight. like when you watch an undercard fight in like you know on a boxing card or on an MMA card or something like that and you're like, "Oh wow, that was actually a pretty good fight." Uh, don't care. Moving on to the main event, but you're like, well, I was just saying, like, know, there's cool. There's two types of fight scenes that you have in this movie. You have your personal favorite one, which is the Ramirez one, and then you have like your like one that's like, I love it because it's hilarious. And mm. I would say it is that first fight, mm. mainly just because the weight of the swords, you can literally tell, must have been so heavy <laughs> that both the guys are like, when they're moving, they're off balance on their swings, <laughs> almost to a point where like Lambert, like when he swings at him and it goes into the wall, it's almost like he's like, oh shit. It's like, it was almost as bad as watching when fucking Bill and Ted fight each other with swords and fucking excellent adventure. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, why the fuck does, uh, why, why is there a fucking Highlander out there that's using a, a, a Spanish gentleman's sword as his Highlander weapon of choice? That's a useless fucking weapon. Uh, are you allowed to have a chainsaw as your Highlander weapon? Why not? that's like... That's go-to for me. I mean, come on. And, and like, the Kurgan's move, he's sticking everyone in the stomach. Well, and then he has to wait for them to be on the ground, and then he can cut their head off, because that thing is so goddamn heavy. What? How, how does one define... Go with a fucking how, Jason Voorhees machete. How do you define... Like, to have a, to have a Highlander weapon... Does it have to fit in there under like a certain code? Do they? I don't even think they ever that was, explain that. They, they, I mean, that was never one of the rules, yeah. right? So I guess technically, but I mean, the rules could be a fucking mm. sham too. So, <laughs> well, because no. well, that's the thing. If we go by your, if you go by your fucking Ramirez, exactly. If we go Here, by your Ramirez theory, here's your handbook. It's written on a fucking <laughs> gas station napkin. <laughs> 
rule number one. There can only be two, and it's crossed out one, written in by hand above. With, a, with an arrow pointing up, up, so you know not to read. Christopher Lambert shows up to fight some other guy. Whoa, 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 that sword's not regulation. What are you talking about, dude? The rules, dude. <laughs> the rules. The rules that the Spanish guy told us? Okay, let's He's from <laughs> Egypt? He oh. speaks kind of Scottish? Like, dude, I, fucking... Let's what? just go over to the church and have a talk about it. Why? Why would I go in there? What they think you, I'm a witch. What if you had, like, some kind of, like, Nordic fucking barbaric fucking Viking, uh, like, Highlander, high, high, like, battle axe dude who just, like, picks up the head after, like, he kicks him in the back and just, uh, uh, just, like, slow chops their neck off. Here, That'd be yeah, badass. There should be so many options. And why can't you have two-hand weapons? What Here's if there's a, a 50s modern... greaser fucking Highlander with a switchblade, huh? Good modern... <laughs> on for an hour and a half. Here's a great modern Highlander adversary. Just like, just like a tricky-ass murderer who's just... He just sets... He just... He fucking sets, like, traps with, like, wires and stuff. He's like, just so like fucking prepared. He's like, I'm not going to fight you with swords, you idiot. Like, I'm just going to chop your head off a million different ways that don't even require me to be there, dude. What if Kevin... You wake like, up, it's like, he's, do you want to play a game? <laughs> dude, he's just in bed and just... He's like, sure, he's fancy brows chained to a wall. <laughs> dude, there's a bomb in your head. You can, you have to, there's a key on, in this guy's body. You have to rip it out with he your hands. A, he sets a trap on the main floor of his house that's just a wire trap that cuts your head off. He has a nocturnal quickening. He's not even awake. Fuck. Kevin just, McAllister. I was just going to say with fucking Christopher yeah. Lambert and Sean Connery going after him. Instead of paint cans, it's fucking saws and shit he, going after their heads. lying safe in his bed having a, having a, 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 wet, a quickened dream <laughs> while somebody's dying downstairs. No problem, dude. Why not? Right? Lasers. Who cares? And he's just in a it's bunker fucking, with TVs. It's like 2000, dude. You're using a sword? Come on. Give me a fucking break, He has a drone. He has a drone. (laughs) Yeah, it's it's easy. Come on. All right. My favorite favorite fight, Highlander fight, is going to be Christopher Lambert versus Freddie Mercury on top of Silver Cup Studios (laughs) in the Princes of the Universe video. Mm -hmm. That's it. That's the one. That's a good answer. It's the greatest, uh, greatest moment in... Music video history right there. Does As well as Brian May's little, little fucking rock and roll moves in that. Does Brian May rip a solo on the falling apart castle in that video, or is it in the prize? Give me the prize. It's prize, yeah. Give no, that, prize that one he's still... he's yeah. the Kurgan theme? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Respect. Here's, here's a question. Which of the two better soundtracks did Queen do? Highlander or Flash Gordon? Highlander. Highlander. Yeah, give me a break, dude. Okay, I'm just making. Okay, I'm sorry. I mean, I didn't mean to offend you. Sitting here comparing apples to shit, dude. <laughs> yeah, true. <laughs> they have. Look at this cast listing on the wiki. They have every single person, including the the random prostitute that's in like five seconds of the movie, huh. who comes in to amuse. Like Kieran. Every single one of these people is called out, even if they like the the. Uh, the war vet is there. The Vietnam War vet. He's like five from the bottom. He's not even... Oh, dude. That's what I wanted to say. So we got the mentally ill PTSD situation in this film. Or, you know, in the third one, there's a guy who thinks he's fucking Napoleon. 
Do you remember this? And he yeah. helps Christopher Lambert escape from an insane asylum. Yeah. That's a good point. What? That's a very good point. He's just all well, you gotta represent always fucking people. with crazy people. You gotta represent everybody. They must just think that we're all, you know, just dispensable because like they're gonna die anyway yeah but in three cr- it's a real seinfeld but, but, mentality but in, this whole thing if you think about it as the franchise progresses it's kind of like the franchise progresses with you know christopher lambert's attitude with the whole franchise which is he just kind of becomes increasingly more of a dick you know because come three you know like we're saying he's at the he's, he's like laughing at that fucking funeral and shit and then come four he's just like he just doesn't give a fuck well, just, four kill, just, was, just fucking kill me. He's in a, kill me already. Well, he's not like that's not four. That's like Highlander seventeen or something. Endgame is not the fourth film. There's another. There's like there's like a million straight to DVD situations. I could be wrong, but I'm pretty certain that there's like a bunch of these fucking things. I know that uh, the last one was in 2007. We were looking it up. It's insane. It's an anime. No, there's the two anime movies. Yeah. Right? But this isn't. 2007 is an Adrian Paul jam. Word. Yeah. Whoa. Um, in any case, I can't remember what I was going to say. <laughs> we were talking fight what? scenes, if that makes any sense. Islander Endgame, an Adrian Paul joint. <laughs> <laughs> well, he needs money. Is that what, what one it was? Was it Endgame or was it? Endgame was an Adrian Paul joint. And that one, they, they actually... He, if if memory serves in that one, it's a race through the forest to the prize, and then he like jumps into the tree of life or something, <laughs> and then he's in there with his wife and kids, like yeah, naked. That's, yeah, and that's how the movie ends in just a white room with a slight immortal. Blue is yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. No, and if, just, and this no, 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 no. Here's the rules. I got the rules. You know, you know, you know what just the, the you know what the best is too. I watch. <laughs> I swear to God, that's the rules. <laughs> Yo, everybody cut everybody else's heads off. That's the rules. I swear at this time. That's I'm all being it is. serious, dude. Yeah, there's just one immortal that's just laughing his ass off. Well, and Ramirez, just the entire history. Of they keep killing this fucking guy, and and he's he's always fucking there. Like he's not in the third one, but I think he gets a voiceover. I'm oh, pretty he's in, certain he's in three. What does he do in three? Um, I, he, he doesn't do anything in three. He doesn't he's not there? That shit's Mario Van Peebles. Is he a flash show? Yeah, maybe. What are we talking about? We were talking favorite fight scenes. Okay, and then for, you mentioned the Queen video. Yeah, Queen video is great. Mm-hmm. Can we do the final showdown now? Yeah, sure. Okay, With so all the lightning that was great. Mm-hmm. So if you remember, this scene gets set up because, uh, of course, Connor, uh, you know, has this stretched out weird kinky situation with the forensic files lady mm-hmm. no uh, the forensic uh detective there um brenda, brenda. yeah and uh so he you know he finds the tape recorder in her place and all of this stuff and then she he follows her to madison square gardens and this is where after they're they're talking in the bar this is where the kurgan first approaches them and then of course they meet again they have sex as one does with connor mcleod you 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 know you you have sex you have a free mammogram with every sexual encounter um <laughs> you're just drawn to his forehead like a moth to a fucking light bulb <laughs> that eight head he's rocking in this movie right? am i right yeah that's why he's got to wear the hair down in the in modern day so he looks he doesn't look like a neanderthal but um 
so he's uh, he's gone through this whole thing with her, and he, of course, he tells at this point she's caught on to the fact that he's he's been signing over the deed to his antique shop to himself for like a thousand years, <laughs> and they match it on this top notch computer. Yeah, he's been he's he's been taking the identity of fucking children that have fucking died, which is smart actually. It's the way that most yeah. like a lot of identity thieves actually do work. Um, so you know, good good on them for doing like fifteen minutes of research. Which is more than they did for the rest of this movie. The rest of this movie is just an analogy for dicks. But, uh, so we are, so we believe. Uh, it is. It's totally. <laughs> it, this is this is softcore porn um, for for teenage boys. Um, so all this happens. He confides in her that, like, yes, totally, you're right, you're on to me. I've I've been I I'm Connor McLeod of the Clan McLeod. I've lived for a bajillion years and all these things, and. As he's confiding this to her, after already ejaculating inside of her, and you know, no, no baby worries. Just he's he's bareback in it but because they, he doesn't have to worry about that shit. But, but I also can I say one thing quick about that too? Yeah, of course. She also, she he also is just like. By the way, you're lying to me. I know you're not who you say you are. I know you're a cop. And then they fuck. Mm-hmm. Then he and then he because he's been following her and she bloody well knows it. So what kind of game is this? He can't die. Yeah. No, he can't. But he can get like you know STDs. Yeah, totally. Yeah, so he is he is carrying everything. Oh yeah, he's got a little bit of everything going on down there. Yeah, because like you you know he can get cut, he can suffer, but he just can't. He die. can even technically right, he die, can die, and then he, he just, just comes, comes back. back. So he's got everything. Unless he died and came back, in which case that's some really bad fucking rigmarole. He I mean, in, it's still there. He goes in for a blood test and he's just got syphilis. <laughs> yeah. like, what the fuck? Your test came back positive for what? The black plague. Everything. <laughs> Literally everything. How come that was on Family Guy? <laughs> you know the fucking you know Connor McLeod going for his physical. <laughs> you know you have herpes. <laughs> you have every kind of herpes. <laughs> <laughs> oh. poor, poor Brenda J. Wyatt, dude. Yeah. <laughs> why? That's why got, she. That's why she died. No, her. she dies in a car crash. Oh, that's pathetic. She dies in a car crash that he lives through, and he still doesn't know he's a Highlander in the third one because they rewrite the second one. So he's just like, "Well, I must have lived. Let's adopt a kid from Marrakesh." They credit Sean Connery as Juan Sanchez Villalobos Ramirez, and Roxanne Hart is Brenda J. Wyatt. They literally, like, Joanne, Jane. Who cares? Johanna. Well, it's not important to the script, yeah. But the J is. The J is. Yeah. The J is. So do they ever actually call him, like, Victor Kruger? Yeah, yeah. When he. he, uh, The Victor Kruger name is only at the hotel. That's the only place it comes into play. Mm Because he's changing his identity, too. For what reason? I don't know. Why, you know. First name, the. First name, (laughs) T. Last name, Kurgan. Yeah. Mr. D. Kurgan. Yeah, Theo Kurgan. <laughs> the old Kurgan. The old Kurgan. Teddy Kurgan. <laughs> yeah, no problem. Ted Kurgan. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so Victor Kruger is what he signs in as. Now, Victor Kruger is fucking creeping in the park behind uh, Brenda and Connor as he confides in, in Brenda that, you know, here, here's the deal. I'm a million years old and I have every sexually transmitted disease in, uh, under the sun. Uh, as well as some that uh, haven't been invented yet, <laughs> haven't got clinical names. Can, combining all those medieval STDs, 
They're hybrids. <laughs> oh, fuck. And, uh, Can you imagine what a cold sore on that guy must I am like? a fucking Petri dish of disease right you know, now. You uh, know, uh, Guar? Um, <laughs> the band? Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, do you, like, Odorous used to have this, like... Oh, the huge dick! <laughs> with, yeah. yeah. It just, like, squirts pus during their show. It's got, like, <laughs> sores all over it and, like, teeth. <laughs> like, this is what the Islander is Wait, it's all called... The, that's the McLeod. That's, that's called the fucking Edwin Nash. That's what they should have called it, the Edwin Nash. That's why she's alive. <laughs> Who's Edwin Nash? <laughs> Russell Edwin Nash. They, he has a fucking middle name. Yeah, it's right there. <laughs> so he does what, not need a middle name. He's not referred to by Russell Edwin that's Nash. That's the reason at any why point. Brenda Brenda White didn't die from all those STDs. Like they get to it, and she's like, "Whoa, whoa, whoa, whoa! I am not going to touch that. That is that is some serious business down there. That is <laughs> like that's not a penis. that is going to fall off. Like, like nope." Nope. We can kiss. Like, okay, you can do that weird catfish thing on my boob that I don't understand. <laughs> Whatever. Like, this is fine, but not that. Not that. <laughs> oh, I'm going to... Okay, can I get past the same line I've said three times now? Okay, so... <laughs> okay, so... Victor fucking Kruger, a.k.a. Theo Kurgan uh, is is standing under a bridge just fucking creeping on them while they're having this conversation and he's hatching a fucking plan. What, he could have just taken out his sword and killed him right there? There's no point to this. But instead he's just like, all right, well, I'm going to go now. Leaves, waits for them to separate, and then just immediately kidnaps Brenda. The same way he does to the old lady before, which is great. He chops the roof off the car and throws the guy out, and he's like, hi, Mom, to the old lady. He does the same thing with her, and then he drives around, and it's got that scene where he's driving like a maniac, etc. again. Um, and this is what culminates, or this, rather, this is all the things that are required to apparently all of a sudden get... Connor McCloud, who's been cutting motherfuckers' heads off this entire movie, to fight you. You could have just been like, shall we fight? And that would have been it. That would have been it. But the Kurgan's a bit of a dick. Kurgan's go-to strategy to... to to They um, all seem a little elaborate. ...to get the, uh, the Islander out, out here in the open... Is to kidnap Brenda J.Y. And tie her to but, the fucking uh, Silver Cup Studios rooftop Connor, sign. Connor McCloud has lived a life, like a hundred lifetimes of loss. Like by this point, mortals have to mean nothing to him. Because, I mean, this is like, this is, you know, number, you know, 8,000 or whatever, right? Yeah. That, that, of somebody who he cared for. That has then died, and he has continued to live. Mm-hmm. How is it possible, despite all of his sexually that, transmitted that he diseases, still feels, <laughs> that he still feels anything for any normal mortal human? It shouldn't, because maybe he's just a nice guy, Devin. You can't, but he, as what? nice as you can possibly be, by this this amount of emotional duress that you've experienced over centuries, yeah, which would like, explain your alcohol abuse. Mm-hmm. And, like his, the, and his neck beard. There's mm-hmm. no way he he cares. And his choice of sneakers. If he does, like it's he's really needed. mailing it in as far as Highlanders go. Yeah, the only thing he cares about are cars, houses, and antiques. Yeah, but he's got a pair of four dollar fucking 
bargain bin sneakers on <laughs> as he's driving his fucking Porsche. That's how he saves money. Yeah. Shoes mean nothing to him. That's really you what think it you'd is. want a little foot comfort though <laughs> as a Highlander. <laughs> well, for, the bottom, the, the bottom of fucking Connor McLeod's list: shoes and then people. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> for real. Yeah, you know, top of his list: cars and houses. Yeah. Here's a new theory. Brenda J. Wyatt is the last fucking immortal. Mm. And he's fucking, he could have but a she's, prize, but, but she's not clearly even... not. She dies in a car accident in the third movie. Maybe. Second movie. Well, yeah, because the second one doesn't exist in, in the movie franchise. Maybe mind. like the guardrail came through the windshield or something. Cut her head clean off? There's a. There's a Highland. There's a quickening right there for someone. He's sitting, sitting in the front seat. The engine's just spurting out oil. Woo! Oh! Oh, man. But yeah. I have the power. She's immortal. Okay. She's just, she's like a new one, you know? Oh. Because they just continue to happen. Yeah. She's immortal. Okay. Perfect. Good theory. Um, so now we get to this fight, and it, it it's a little anticlimactic. I talked about the musical selection just being like, like, why isn't one, why isn't there just Queen here? Like, this is this is the time that you throw Brian May a couple extra dollars or like a brick of cocaine or whatever it is that he's into in the fucking circa 1986 or 85 when this film was made. It just like, whatever, throw something that is of interest to him. And then just get him to like, or just use that clip from the end of fucking Princes of the Universe. That's a badass fucking riff. Uh, just those bends. Yeah. Just do the bends the whole time. Just. What a fucking great sound. <laughs> God, it's dope. With the. <laughs> <laughs> That's something they don't really do anymore. You know what I mean? I think the last band to actually do a full-on soundtrack for a movie was uh, Mastodon for Jonah Hex. Oh yeah, okay, great fucking example. Well, I said I said it was a lot. They don't do it anymore. That's and why they, they don't do it anymore. But come on, because you end up with Jonah Hex. That's what happens. <laughs> He's writing this well, down. Only time it's will tell if that movie will stand the test of time. He's putting that in his notebook. <laughs> Jonah Harris. <laughs> Making a note of this for later. Yeah, this fight is, is, is great, though, only because of the quickening. The quickening is next-level shit. He's, it's like a black room. It's all backlit, like, once you get through all the shit on the roof and all this stuff. And, like, the floor is just weird, reflective surface of some sort. and It's because he blew his load. Yeah, well, not yet. It's still all pre-cum on the floor at this point. And pre-quick. <laughs> pre-quick. <laughs> but quick. Um, <laughs> right next to the nest quick in aisle four. Um, I hope not. <laughs> I hope they don't put Did it Did you there. imagine the packaging design for that thing? It's just called... Con- it's Kurgan just... And it just says there can be only one at the bottom of it, like everything else for the Highlander movies. Hey, honey, why don't you grab that quick for the kids? No? I thought that was a good joke. I did too, but I'm not laughing at it because I want people to tune in next week. Yeah, but the quickening is is awesome. Like ghosts, he's lifting up. There's one moment, though, that you can totally see the fucking string 
holding Christopher Lambert in the fucking air, and he's spinning, and you can tell he's out of control a little bit. <laughs> like, he's going a little too fast. I love that style. And they're spinning him. They're flipping him over and shit. They've just, like, drawn on the uh, yeah. the, the cells, you know? There's not even, like, it doesn't look like there's any sort of it an animation some kid with process. a crayon, dude. It is fucked. It, it looks really cool. Yeah, though. I like, like it. Really stylistic. That's... that's but... Yeah, that's why I like. I there are it, certain things. It's in this like movie when they that you freeze love. Yeah, that's Sorry. one of them. It's like when they freeze the like a football game or something, and they put little circles and arrows and X's and mm-hmm. shit to break down the play. <laughs> the <That's>, John Madden. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's the quickening that you're seeing right there. <laughs> football quickening. <laughs> Can you imagine the John Madden commentary on, on, the, the, quickening. on the quickening? <laughs> Is this? <laughs> I'm not going to do it. If if if. Yeah. You took the, off his head, and you see here, you see Connor. <laughs> That's called the prize. To take this, uh, the universal dick a little bit further, do you think this movie is just one, like, it's, it's, it's like, it's a, a male, like, sort of, like, macho fantasy totally. world over top of this underlying, uh, to like dick fertilizing the egg of of the earth mm-hmm. making it one uh kind of kind of metaphor through the whole thing well we just made that so up so it's though. like a it's like just level after level of just like macho male cum dick fantasy <laughs> i don't know quickenings happening yeah having orgasms from killing people and fucking just every every single Highlander is a man, which yeah. is kind of yeah. Because they don't even fix that until like until the TV show when they do a spinoff with the the uh, one of the only female immortals that you see in the entire franchise, maybe one of three. Mm-hmm. And then uh, there's also a kid one in one episode, which I thought was kind of fucked. You know, real. Um, and he's real weird about it too. Like he dies on like a Ferris wheel or something. It's like that sucks. You know what's also <laughs> kind of funny about Ramirez? We should go back about him being the villain. I'm just gonna go back on this. He's like, he's like, oh yeah, I got this sword from my uh, third wife's dad. Yeah, it just kind of makes you wonder if like if his plan was like, how do I get close to a you know a fucking Highlander that's better than me? I'm gonna get in with his daughter, and then I'm gonna fucking kill him. <laughs> and I'm going to take his sword. No, but you still know. You get that thing. You get that feeling when they're around. You get hard. <laughs> you get that feeling in your dick. <laughs> in, the, in your universal. Yeah, you get, you get, you get fucking hard, and then you got to cross swords. Like, that's what this whole movie is about. It's, it's All right. Cool. I'm, just, I'm just saying that I just think that maybe Ramirez killed his wife's dad, took the sword, and then he... Maybe even just killed it. Yeah, he's the only one that mentions like having like three wives. Well, Connor's got a good fucking track record too. Well, because he's got the first one that thinks he's a witch, and then he's got Heather, and then he's got <laughs> <laughs> he's gonna have uh, this lady, right? And in the third one, we find out about Deborah Younger. <laughs> you Van Peebles. He is like the badge of shit on any fucking <laughs> terrible movie. <laughs> Like Mario Van Peebles is just like a, it's just like them broadcasting to you. Like he's Hollywood, the only thing worth watching in this third one. At least he's fucking ridiculous. 
I watched. Uh, do you remember when Battleship came out? No. There's um, <laughs> yep. A, there was a uh, like direct to video fucking like Asylum Pictures uh, called Battleships that stars Mario Van Peebles, and it's like if you thought the Battleship movie was bad, which fucking God help you if you didn't. Um, just picture like. You can't. No, you can't even picture how bad this movie is. You just have to watch it. Well, because you know what really pissed me off about the fucking about that goddamn fucking movie. You hire Liam Neeson with that bitching voice, and you don't even get him to say you sunk my battleship. Yeah, yeah. No, did anybody say it? Somebody no. said it. No. Somebody said it. Nobody said it. Nobody said it, Devin. I waited. Nobody the, fucking said it. I waited the whole movie to figure out how they were going to bring in, like, the B9, like, AF7, and then they fucking... I was like, there's no way. There's no possible way they can do it. They did it. They did it. Take a look at the working title of Highlander. <laughs> Dark Knight. <laughs> oh, my God. The original Dark Knight. <laughs> Duelo Immortal in Portugal. Duelo Immortal. I like it. I like it. All right, so gentlemen, any final thoughts on Highlander before we take one break, come back and pitch our dream Highlander movie? I think we all feel as though this, well, one, the John, uh, the cast behind John Wick, or rather the one co-director behind John Wick is uh, in talks to reboot this franchise. It has been in talks for a little bit. Um, he said in interviews he's bringing back the Connor character, so we could kind of be talking about that if we wanted to, but really I think we all kind of want to talk to the idea of where this series probably should have gone after this film. Yes. So before we come back and, you know, do that, uh, spitball on that, any final thoughts on this film? Um, yeah, I honestly, for why I actually do heavily enjoy this movie is I, the batshit crazy shots that don't make any sense. I like those shots for me are what make the movie. Like I love, absolutely love. I don't care about the amount of hate mail I get for this one. I love the first scene in the arena mm-hmm. and the pan crane. If it's a crane shot, it's just it's so. It was. It's just. It's so fucking cool. Is it? It goes from side to side in the arena, doesn't it? It goes from side to side in the arena, and then it pans up and then in forward. And I've been trying to, after all the times that I've watched it this past week to do this podcast, mm-hmm. I'm like, I'm looking for like wires to see if yeah, it was probably, like, yeah. But it's just like it was just it's 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 so smooth. Yeah, you know, it was just a great. It's just a great shot. You know what I mean? How do you get? Shots like that on such like for the I think bu- it's a sixteen million dollar budget w- even technically, s- but even still, it's like for the um, for the amount of shit that they yeah sixty million estimated sorry made six million dollars it made six million dollars in the U S <laughs> but that's the thing is that the wow. U look, look at how much it made in the U S is there international on that I will keep your keep your thought going though. okay sorry but um but I mean like there's like some really bitching uh shots like that and like again like the scene that we're talking about Devin like our favorite you know scene with Ramirez and stuff like that there's some really fucking great scenes and I think that's why people really for it to be a cult classic is there's some really great shit in there that overshadows you know um all the batshit craziness of it right on 
Okay, so domestically, yeah, it only made $5 million, but did, did I just read that right? That worldwide, it made a hundred? Yeah. Was that what it was? Yeah, it said 12 on the other... Um, $12.9 million. Jesus, on a $16 million budget. And this film got four plus sequels on a TV series. That's the beauty of the home, video, home video market. Yeah. That was, that's the beauty of that back then. You know and what I mean? You, box office, all you, that shit yeah, back you, then. You could do that. Pay-per-view. You could do that. You know, mm. Now it's like, this movie would be fucking straight to Netflix. Straight up. Mm-hmm. In any case, let's take a little break, come back. And where in your minds does the Highlander series go from this flick, gentlemen? All right? The Kurgan's not pulling any, like, crazy moves. How he stabs Connor McLeod the first time, if you remember, is just Connor lifts his arm directly in the air above his head, and Clancy Brown just... Right in his side. No effort. He could have had a cigarette in the other hand. <laughs> he did. He did have he a did. cigarette. <laughs> okay, so we're back. That was quick. I know. <laughs> Real quickening. Gross. <laughs> it's about as quick as it is for me, guys. I don't know about the rest of you. Ah, Back. Just give me the prize. <laughs> um... Ooh. A little double meaning there too. Yeah, double double Ooh. entendre. Give me the fr- give me that quickening. Give me that quick. A little quick quickening. Quick at all. All over my chest. Give me a little quickie. <laughs> they, show- they show up to- oh, okay. I don't know. They show up and they whip their dicks out and just jerk off on each other. That's that's what this is. There could be only one. Whoever jerks out first, whoever comes first wins. It's it's a it's a fucking quickening race. What if this quickening. shit is all in some in their heads? Like, what if you know? Like, think about all those movies. You know, I don't know, like Rock'em Sock'em Robot style, where it's like you're actually seeing the robots fight, but it's just the kids pressing buttons or something like that. But in this case, it's like they've got. It's really just two guys strapped into a machine. That's what the, the that's what the second movie should have been. It shouldn't have been aliens in the past. It should have been people strapped into machines, and then the quicker that they jerk off, that's the sword fight. So those two people get in <laughs> machines, they jerk off, and then. <laughs> on the screen they're sword fighting in their mind they're, they're sword fighting and then whoever comes first the other one's head pops off you know what it should have been you know how there was that uh, that kid Highlander from the fucking TV series for he, one episode and he, he he tricked someone into killing them and then after that uh, the Highlanders didn't look upon him so nicely so all I was gonna say was is it should be a kid going after it should be a kid Highlander going after him and he has the conflicting internal battle of actually killing a child. Oh. A 2,000-year-old child. Well, if he fell off a merry-go-round, he's not that old. No. All right. <laughs> so what are we doing here, gentlemen? How do you see... Devin, you want to kick us yeah, off? I, mean, I, I pretty much went over mine already. Like, you know... Like, uh, the way I picture it, so... Connor McLeod, same shit. Don't do anything with him. That's fine. He's fine how he is. Kurgan is working for like some para government organization. So wait, he's still alive? You didn't kill him in the last movie? Oh, you mean after this movie? After this movie. 
Then just prequels. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. I just, like what you were saying. Just prequels, just World War Two, just like French Revolution, just Highlander throughout time. Mm-hmm. Highlander Here's, versus the Nazis, you know. Highlander Prohibition. Mm-hmm. Highlander Prohibition. Highlander, like Revolution, like American Revolution, French yeah. Revolution. Highlander Civil War. I like the... I like Highlander the, World War One. Ooh. I like would have mustard gas. that shit. I like the... Just, I, Devin, run, uh, fall down, get up, <laughs> run, fall down, get up, run. De- Devin, I like the idea that you said before. The Canadians of, are like, uh, just piss on your face. <laughs> He's I, like, no, no, I do that all I the time. I, I like the this. idea that you said off uh, off mic when you said, um, you know, if JFK was a Highlander. Yeah. You know what I yeah. mean? Like, how cool would, like, that Ooh. be? You know what I mean? Like. Highlander, famous faces of history. Right. You know what I mean? Like, Lincoln is yeah. a Highlander. Yeah. He's actually very much like, you know, fucking, you know, Connor McCloud trying to bring everyone together. Oh, so like... And then he gets fucking... He gets shot in the head, but then... And the crowd runs out freaking out, and then Connor high- comes in and fucking chops his head off. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Before well, he can get, before he yeah. can put himself yeah. back together. Yeah, yeah. Or die again. Right Try on. Get me that quickening. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Get a little quickie. You know what I mean? JF Quick. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Who else got that? Marie Antoinette? Yeah. Yep. Immortal, turns out. Amelia Earhart. <laughs> Immortal up until... <laughs> the Lindbergh baby. I was going to say. <laughs> and there you are shitting on my fucking kid Highlander you idea. Got to that Everyone one, that's Nick. disappeared in the Bermuda Triangle. Highlander. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, he never found the Zodiac Killer. Highlander. Mm-hmm. Hey, you could just have all of these, like... You know historical events, but mm-hmm. like with a Highlander supplanted in there. Dude, exactly, Hitler in the bunker. Highlander turns out he was immoral. That's why he was so fucking crazy, and he's trying to kill everyone. Find all these old ancient relics, and then he fucking gets into a showdown. That's why Against they never Connor found McLeod. the body because Connor McLeod fucking fucked him up, quickened that shit, and tossed him out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. On the other hand, Mussolini also mortal. His people took care of him. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that was one. Connor was just standing around the corner waiting for the quickening to come through. Big ass quickening. <laughs> Jesus. Cool. cool. Pretty good. I like it. Yeah. Highlander through time. Yeah. And you, you rewrite a little history, too. Well, the thing is, this this movie should have been the end of the timeline. Yeah. Every, every Highlander after this should have been dipping into different periods in time that he's lived in based on on the movie that you've set forth or the other option uh oh but it would require <laughs> you change the ending of this one which they did anyway they just, is that he's he's endlessly seeking the prize and it's just a lesson to you you know there's always more immortals he always thinks he's done and it's like oh there's some more immortals cuz they're always being born and he's never going to get the prize. Mm-hmm. And so the fucking prize is, is, is you know, figure this shit out and stop cutting people's heads off, dude. Or may- chill. Or maybe that's... <laughs> How the- about don't? Maybe that's the whole point. And maybe that's why Sean Connery is the villain. Because exactly. you're not supposed to cut any fucking heads off. Exactly. You're fucking... That's, that's like the last thing you're supposed to... That's like rule number one. Don't plead... Jesus, don't cut anybody's head We're off. Supposed to be fucking hanging. <laughs> We're supposed to be hanging out, drinking and fucking and like poking each one. other in the stomach with swords all fucking day. <laughs> Rule number one of 
Highlander Club. Just don't cut anyone's head off, dude. <laughs> Rule number two, do, do not, not cut, cut anyone's head off, dude. <laughs> it says dude. Yeah. So I think we all concur. This is where the timeline should end. Everything yeah. that has happened in the series, if you're going to make a new movie and it's going to follow the gathering and all this shit, then everything else that you do, either the gathering's got to go through multiple movies, you got to know it's not over, there's just got to be some culmination of that kind of thing. You can't keep giving people the prize after every fucking movie. Every goddamn movie, it's the prize, the prize, the prize. It drives me fucking insane. It would be pretty cool if it was if if um, all the prequels followed a different Highlander. Yeah, but but it always en- but it, but it always ended. No, it always either um, either ended with like some of the ones that were like in the gathering, like in that first one that die early. Yeah, or the movie ends with um, fucking you know Connor cutting their fucking head off. Just every single one. So you follow another guy for two hours, and then Connor just shows up. <laughs> <laughs> and fucking takes off <laughs> the credits roll. This sounds like the that perfect awesome, fucking series. Dude. That would be great. What I right. say? And, and I then the like, two queen. Well, thank you, gentlemen, for joining me for my birthday episode. This was fun. Happy this movie birthday. is now old, as old as I am, which as of today is thirty-one years old. So, reach out to us this week. We love talking about all this shit. We've just done it for over two hours. And uh, we'll probably do it for another 10 hours when this fucking mic goes off because that's what we're like. Um, so reach out to us on social media. We're at Mermel Podcast on Twitter, at MRML Podcast on Twitter. You can reach the show via email at show at moviesfrommylife.com. And you can find me uh, on Yield Interweb at not Brandon Fleet on Twitter and Instagram. You guys want to offer up your social media, etc. and and anything else you want to pump before the show wraps no yeah just wherever you're uh wherever you're watching wherever you're reading tweets wherever you're uh you're doing whatever you smash that fucking like button you smash that share button you smash that fucking upvote yeah upvote yeah and you can also hashtag movies from my life wherever you're talking about movies we you know it's like we're, we're we google ourselves a lot you can yeah. hashtag uh, Highlander Dick analogy yeah. or <laughs> the, the what was it the Universal Universal Cock Law. I don't know. Yeah, if you wanna if you wanna hear more of the stupid shit that comes out of my mouth, you can uh, check out Drunk with Power podcast. Uh, I'm on Twitter, I guess uh, at Ant East, and um, the Twitter for the DWP podcast is at DWP Gang, and. Um, yeah, this was a lot of fun. I guarantee you, if you take out all like the dick and boner jokes and jizz that we were talking about this whole time, this podcast is only like forty-five Three minutes. minutes. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's forty-five Definitely. minutes. All right, most of it's going to be about the Ramirez sword fights. <laughs> that was all I was going to leave. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so you can find us on SoundCloud, iTunes, Stitcher Radio, TuneIn Radio, uh, wherever podcasts are heard. We're on Pocket Cast, Player FM, all that shit. Where wherever you can find podcasts so when you're there like Devin said smash that like button leave a comment make a review we greatly appreciate hearing from you any way that you can and uh, also I mentioned in another episode that uh, we've been we got a few emails recently about hey why the hell aren't you guys on Spotify 
Fortunately, you guys got to be the ones to get us on Spotify if you uh, if you you want to consolidate all of your podcasts into one player and it happens to be Spotify, then email the people, the good people at Spotify and let them know because they curate their own content and we Canadian folk, we humble Canadian folk uh, have not yet graced their, their radar. So hopefully we'll be on there soon, but in the interim you can find us everywhere else the podcasts are heard or you can scream a bunch at, at Spotify and we can get on there for you. So... I think that's about it. Thanks for hanging out with us. The Impaler. He was a fucking Highlander. Absolutely. He is a Highlander. He was was the Kurgan, dude. Oh, for sure. (laughs) For sure, man. Uh, Genghis Khan. Who else we got? Fucking Highlander. Well, Genghis Khan basically is Kane in the third one. Like, Mario Van Peebles is Genghis Khan. Dude, Napoleon. I mean, definitely a Highlander. Stephen Queen was a Highlander. Joan of Arc. Highlander. Highlander. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. What's his name? Uh, Braveheart? Braveheart? Mel Gibson? Well, Islander. what was the name of the guy? Oh, um, William Wallace. William Wallace? He William. got his head cut off, didn't he? Yeah. He got tortured and then his head cut off at the very mm. end. They fucked him up, Highlander. Yep. Mm. Makes sense. He's a Highlander? Well, that, that, that murders. In every sense yeah, of the word. That murder's got some Connor McLeod written all over it there. And a legitimate Highlander. This so one's for go. Heather. <laughs> yeah, he's, a, he's a definition in there of, of Highlanders Nicholas Cage is a Highlander Have you ever seen those photos of the guy from like The American Revolutionary Wars yeah. or whatever That look like identical mm-hmm. to him mm-hmm. Highlander Van Damme's a Highlander At least his career mm-hmm. That f- yeah no way a fucking mortal Can do that amount of drugs and still look like JCVD still kick that way Highlander Highlander. Definitely a Highlander What about yeah. Bernie Sanders Highlander. Yeah. Sylvester Stallone's probably a Highlander. He's got to be a Highlander. He just comes back bigger every time. Because, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. you know, like all those fucking, all those quickenings. He's looking pretty Kurgan these days. <laughs> <laughs> He's been beat by the years, dude. Oh, man. <laughs> well, he's the only one left. He's aging. I mean, he's still... <laughs> I mean, he's looking, you know, fit. But, the, I mean, the Kurgan looks fit. But he's got that purple head thing going yeah. on. Got bumps, dude. Putin's a Highlander. Putin's you ever see him fucking? You see him? You see him wave Putin at the? You, you see him wave at the bird? And the bird waves back. You see that meme? Yeah. No. He, he. This is what I'm talking about. He knows what the animals are doing. Dude, he feels that there's, shit. There's a, there's a legit meme. Sean Connery. Where a bird is like a pigeon is walking by Putin and he waves at the pigeon and the pigeon then he goes waves its wing at him and goes down and then he Putin walks away smiling and so does the bird like it's just like <laughs> fucking chilling. Guy's Highlander. Carrot tops a Highlander. Yeah. 
He just keeps on getting bigger. Mm-hmm. There's a Kurgan right there for you. Yeah, look at that fucking guy. That's a fucking Kurgan if I've ever seen one. Fucking Kurgan right yeah. there. Hey, Christine McGee from the Sleep Country commercials. <laughs> what? Oh, Highlander. What? <laughs> that's Highlander. What kind of a reference is that? She looks the same, except for with blonde hair now. Sleep country, Canada. Why buy a mattress anywhere else? else? Because if you do, I'll chop your fucking head off. <laughs> That's Highlander. a Highlander. If I've ever seen There him. can be only one mattress in your house. <laughs> yeah, exactly. One of ours. <laughs> Jay Leno's a Kurgan, or at least a fucking Highlander. Yeah, he Jay Leno's a Highlander. Oh, he's a fucking Kurgan. Okay. He's a goddamn villain. Don Wrinkles, Highlander. Oh, fucking right. That guy's a Highlander. John Goodman. Highlander, for sure. For sure. Jeff Bridges, Highlander. Oh, he looks like a Highlander. He's got the flow going. Mm-hmm. That's salad. Adam Sandler, Kurgan. Mm. Gavin Rossdale, Highlander. Hey, wait a second. Bismarck, he, Highlander. Oh, yeah. <laughs> ODB, Highlander. Highlander. Tupac, Highlander. Yeah, he did. He got shot in the head. Yeah. He's fine. He's a Highlander. <laughs> 50 Cent. He's still alive, dude. Tupac yeah. is still alive, dude. Yeah. He's been spotted. Yeah, man. He's in pictures with Rihanna and shit. <laughs> Have you not seen those pictures? Mm hmm. Tupac's a Highlander. He's still alive. He's going to be in the next movie. He's, it's, it's an autobiographical. It's just, yeah, it's an autobiographical movie about Tupac the Highlander. He's from Scotland. <laughs> you didn't know that? I guess he <laughs> yeah. Okay, okay. I'm Connor McLeod of the Clan McLeod, but now I go by Tupac Shakur. <laughs> Tupac Amari Shakur, get it right? Yeah. <laughs> Bartolo Colon, Highlander. <laughs> Santa Claus, Highlander. Highlander. Very true. Yeah. Yeah. But you get Nick. No- yeah. Santa is a fucking Highlander. Mm. Old Saint Nick. <laughs> With the fuck? He's got the deers. Yeah. He feels them. Feels their flight. Mm hmm. This is true. Bill Gates, Highlander. Highlander. What if what if what if Buddy Holly and uh, the big the big bopper actually fucking were dueling it out and that's what actually happened to the both of them? And Richie Ballas is just sitting there like, what the fuck is going on? <laughs> on the there could only be one. Her name it drives me insane. <laughs> like and then boom, playing into the mountain. Richie Ballas is so pissed. <laughs> this is why I don't fly because people break out fucking swords. Yeah, Robert. Hey, that's 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 the thing. Robert Smith, he's a Highlander for sure. Oh, that guy is a fucking Highlander. That hair is protecting that neck. Yeah, and, he doesn't even. Too. And that fucking guy doesn't even fly. Like when we were talking about doing an episode about this a long time ago, we were talking about him just showing up on set. Wasn't somebody else yeah. supposed to be Highlander? Yeah. <laughs> he just shows up because he got paid like no money for that first movie. Who is this Who? guy? I don't know. He's got a sword. Fucking Yeah, really? Yeah. <laughs> I guess that makes sense. Joking he was like, about, he was nobody at that time. You're joking about how this movie wasn't even about swords. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Somebody just tries to escort him off set. <laughs> he just pulls his sword. 
Well, yeah, I guess. Appar- apparently, <laughs> apparently in two, he hated rule. Apparently, he hated two so much that he fucking tried to walk off set three times, and they're like, "You need to come back because you are contractually obligated, and we're going to take you to fucking court if you don't finish this fucking movie." And then he was like, "Well, then, all right." That's why he took this sweatshirt in in number yeah. three. He's like, "I'll do it," but I'm tucking my sweatshirt in. Also, also, apparently, fucking Michael Ironside cut off some of his finger, eh? Well, is that why he cuts off an arm in every film in in in, in com- like commemoration of his lost fingertips? No, well, apparently, no. Apparently, like they both like suffered like some serious injuries in the sword fights because the swords were just too just heavy. Don't use real swords. <laughs> but th- this is the thing: it's it's cocaine in the back end of the eighties. Like you just give them swords. Well, the second one's ninety one. Cocaine. Okay. Because heroin wasn't in yet. Hey, wait a second. We're going for a real feeling of realism in this film, so it would be great if one of you could cut the other one's head off.